Andrew here. Jaden here. Podcasting's biggest night. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Jaden, 2023 Game of the Year. Finally time to talk about it. I say. Just one? Just one Game of the Year? Just one? It's basically, yeah. it's, yeah. at least for me. We each have a top five for this year, our personal games. The thing about us is they're not always from this year. They're not always the hottest releases. They are games we found this year that really just did it for us, right? Yeah, and I gotta say. What? I struggled. <laughs> okay. I, making just five. Mm-hmm. Because there are things that, that had different reasons for why they would have made this list. Yep. Um, and much like trying to come up with a list of games that made me, um, just not wanting to knock things off my list and throw them away to the chasm below. It was, it was tough. I struggled. Yeah, about 20 minutes ago, you reminded me of a game <laughs> I played. <laughs> wait, that was this year? I was so funny because I was sitting there. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Didn't you play that this year? And you're like, no, no, no. That was, no, last, was last year. year. And I was like, no, I remember you played on the Steam Deck on this couch. And you're like, yeah, like last year. I was like, we didn't have the Steam Deck last year. And you're like, fuck. Let me check my list. And uh, So I lost one fell to the way. We, we're pouring one out. For what was on well, the list. you can maybe throw it an honorable mention or something. But. You know what I thought about that? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Is this a top five or a top five? I say we stick to it. Let's okay, well, it. I was about to be like, I'm ready. If you want to say, is this a top five or is this a top six? Because no. I was ready for a top. Like, I had to, I had to make some. All right, here some, we go. Okay. Any additional to five. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to discuss it. Mm. You just say what it was or wasn't. Not as an honorable mention? Just like we don't... As an honorable mention. Got it, got it. I'm going to call out Planet of Lana. What game was that? Oh, (laughs) we can't talk about it. Your turn, your turn. So, (laughs) I had a late entry Mm -hmm. that was going to knock something else off the list. Okay. And then I got deeper into it. And then it... I took it back off the list, and that was Coral Island. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I expected us to talk about that later. Yeah, well, we would have had I not made it 80 hours into it. Um, Here's another one. Blossom oh. Tales, The Sleeping King. I don't even fucking know what game that is. I loved it. Oh, yeah. We're not going to talk about it. Okay, okay. Not on today's lists. Okay, well, that was my big honorable mention because uh, I... I had it on the list, and it, and then it was gonna knock something else off. Yeah, and then I put that thing back on. Um, so yeah. Okay. Um, all right, we we went through our honorable mentions. Yes. I think it's important because I have more. I'm sure I have you so do. many more. I know you do. <laughs> I didn't prep all of the other it's ones okay. I want to talk about because you told me five. The and what? a single honorable mention. So I only did brought one. We're struggling, folks. Yeah, okay. Well, it was, it's been tough. I, you want to know what we didn't do? What? Is talk about how we're going to do this. Because it's different, five, right? Five, five, four, four. No, no. Of, yes. When two of us say the same one, that's when we finally talk about it. So 
for instance, if my five is your four, we don't, I don't talk about it when it's my five. We talk about it when it's your four. Correct. All right. Just making sure because this, we're doing this weird y'all. We have not seen each other's (laughs) lists. So I have, I think I know three, four of your five games. Wow. I bet you I could. I have some you know, some twists and turns for oh. you, maybe. I have, so I, I bet you... two of these are going to surprise you. I bet you with six guesses, I could get all five of yours. Do you think I could? Can you write them down and then we'll check at the end? Yeah. Pa- hey, hey, we're going to pause. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I have the list in my hand. Okay. Well, Jaden's predictions of my top five. Okay, and we're gonna check be, in. Stay tuned for the end of the show. To be that. clear, I know one of them's wrong, mm-hmm. but I think one of the two you think I'm not gonna remember. I remembered. <gasps> okay, we're gonna know right off the bat. Oh, is it because of your number five? Okay, wait. I think I should start. I think I should start. No, no, no. I want to. Okay, go no, ahead. Go ahead. So I, the reason why I want to start is because my. Go on, go on. The reason why I want to start is because my number five is like such a wild thing to put on here. (laughs) But when I think about it, the reason why is because it would never be on a top five of anybody's list ever. Wow. And the reason that is, is because it's just a simple mobile game. Okay. But the reason why it is on my list is because it has become one of those games for mm. me that no matter what um here we go Jaden let's do it Jaden's number 5 my number 5 is luck be a landlord I know I've watched you play this game <laughs> every a day. lot every day yeah. every day every single day <laughs> of my life since I yep. discovered it yeah every day every day of my again, life again lately I mean, yeah. every day. Yeah. I have not Stop. stopped playing okay. this game. Like this is the since I started playing this game. Can I, you give me a general description? Can we zoom out for a second? Yeah. What is the general so, premise of this game? Luck be a landlord is a is a very simple um, lottery type game where it's just symbols that are basically slotting in slots on a screen. And it's like a uh, pull the lever coin slot slot machine yeah like a slot machine game and you're basically hitting spin and it shuffles all of the the symbols okay. um and every turn like a true roguelike you get to add a new symbol and the symbols play off of each other so it's not like that slots game where it's like you get three sevens in a row and you win it's like well the mouse will eat the cheese and if the mouse eats the cheese when they're next to each other the 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 mouse gives you 10 coins. And so like you get (laughs) coins by having synergies. So here's that synergy, you know, the thing that I love the most. So um, give me anything that's going to like have my brain picking and choosing between synergies. Um, And it's very, very simple at first. And as you master a level, you go, you have more and more levels and there's a, a max of, of uh, either 19 or 20. I don't remember. Can you just quickly describe, like, what is a single loop of this game? Like, a decision you're making. What is happening? So every single time you spin. So basically, there's, like, this background story going on where you have to pay rent. <laughs> okay. And your rent 
is basically paid off by the slot machine. And so you, every five, six, seven spins or whatever the, the, the thing it's saying is, you have to pay a certain amount of money. And so mm. you are trying to build synergies to give you more and more money to be able to pay your rent at the next, after the next five, six spins or whatever. Okay. And then the loop is, if you can't pay your rent, game over. Okay. So and there's then you like start a deadline. Over. You're working towards a deadline. If you yeah. don't have enough money when the deadline comes, you... Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and then you start over. And um, there's wild synergies. And as you get up in the higher levels, there's some real meta shit that happens. And like, yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anybody mm-hmm. um, because I, I mean, I don't know if we're doing spoilers. We're definitely later in the list. We're going to have to. Okay. All right. So then I will spoil a little bit in that it's a very beautiful, like, anti-capitalist piece of art. Ah. And so you can see why, like, it yeah. it, 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 it just really captured my heart. Like, mm-hmm. it is absolutely beautiful and simple and synergetic. And, and what choices are you making to affect the roll, the spin? So you have three... Um, choices that you make uh, three like uh, not items but three um symbols that you add every spin one of three you get to pick one of three and so Mm -hmm. you're you're building most of its luck right so Mm -hmm. because you never know what the three are going to be um and and each symbol has a rarity so you know you have your uncommon Mm -hmm. to your rare to your ultra rare um and you symbols can play off of each other to give you better chances to get better symbols to drop but then after every time you pay rent you get to add like an item and this item stays stagnant and it does something crazy like hey all cats give you one more coin or if you have 13 cats all cats will be 13 give you 13 times the point so it's like real crazy shit so you end up starting to build synergies based off whatever items you chose early on basically is what it's at Um, and some of it again is you just pushing for luck and some of it when you get in these real later levels it's like if you don't get x y and z by like the second time you pay rent you're mm-hmm. basically shit out of luck like right. you there's there's not a lot They're you're pulling back. there's not a lot you're pulling because you're you need to pay rent super fast so yeah. anyway super simple um it, it did that what the thing that if we were doing this last year vampire survivors mm-hmm. did for me as well where okay. it just it just kept bringing me back to cuz I wanted to complete every little last thing that I could for the game. Mm-hmm. Um and it has a very simple core loop that I think for a lot of people who don't like doing roguelikes where you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again like this is not the game for them right this is for the people who are like when i sit down to poop i want to spend 45 seconds or five minutes playing something over and over and over again that gets my brain from thinking yeah and that is a hundred percent this game and i realize now that you probably wanted to go first because you think your number five is on my list No. no 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 i just want to end with your game i think oh but well, we'll see. I, the reason why I get it was just because it's just so simple. That's why I yeah. wanted to get it first. And, and and this is a late entry to your list. Was this like no. it was always? It's always it was been always on been list. on my list okay. because, like I said, for me, it and it's been transformative. Yeah. And it has knocked out my other roguelikes that I mm. normally play. Like when I, we talked um, before, and I was yeah. talking about how I could play. Um, Pixel Dungeon, or yeah. I can play Dream Quest over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. This um, is one of those now. This is that yeah. now. Like wow. it has replaced it every single time. I'm That's you're phenomenal. driving. This is yeah. what I'm playing every single time. I'm waking up at four thirty in the morning and I'm not reading manga. This is what I'm playing. I think something that 
all three of those games have in common is a simple design. Mm -hmm. Really core, simple design and graphics. Mm -hmm. It's like nothing's getting in the way of that core loop. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Um, And it's great. All right, my turn. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I want to hear what your number five is. My number five. This is an interesting one. I didn't expect, this was like, all right, I'm reviewing the whole year. What did I play this year? Okay. What had huge impacts on me? Mm -hmm. And you got me a Christmas gift this year that I did not expect, and it was a t-shirt. And on this t-shirt... Fuck! ...is Samus from Metroid. During the pandemic, I played Super Metroid, the the best Super Nintendo game ever is what everyone says. I forgot you played this. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Is that the one? Hang on. So during the pandemic, 2020, whatever... I finally was like, I've never played these Metroid games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the best mm-hmm. and play it. And, I, and it blew me away. I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I really fucking get it now. Like, this is where all of this Metroidvania stuff clearly came from. E- exploration is Besides incredibly... Besides Castlevania, ro- obviously. That too. And in fact, I've played hey, a lot of Castlevania. You mean the Vania? The Vania part? Of no. Metroidvania? Yeah, that's what Metroidvania is. It's a Metroid oh, yes, and yes. Castlevania. I do know that. All right, I was like, did, am I, I blowing on, your mind right no, now? No, no, I got stuck on Castle. Okay, you got stuck on me interrupting you? Yes. Yeah, shocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> that you hate me? Uh, Super Metroid I was playing. Oh, and it blew me away, 2020. I then never played a Metroid game again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, well, I did it. Off the bucket list, right? And then I get a Steam Deck in the year of our lord 2023 and it it did a lot for me this year i was able to like get a lot of gaming in and including a lot of like emulation and i finally was like oh there were two metroid games for game boy advance that were like critically acclaimed were supposed to be like incredible just as incredible as the super nintendo version and of the two my favorite and my number five this year was metroid zero mission Fuck me. For Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I did. I should have known that. Yeah. So this is the one I missed. This is what I'm going to say is the one I missed. Is this one of the ones you thought I'd miss? Yep. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. That yeah. keep, that's it's making me feel There's good. There's one more I don't think feel... you're going to get. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll be really sad if it's... Well, I won't be sad, but I'll be shocked. So Metroid Zero Mission is a remake of the first game, pre-Super Nintendo. And... It does everything that Super Metroid does, like just expert level design mm-hmm. and mechanics and, and crunchiness to all of it. But it is a little kinder to the player. It has a map with a like beacon. And what's beautiful about this map, you know a Metroidvania map. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like a grid. And like it's just satisfying to look at, right? Like yeah. you could just tell where because it's all two D. It's like, oh, I know where I'm at. I know where other things are in relation to each other. What's beautiful about this is like it holds your hand slightly more than Super Nintendo, where it doesn't at all really. This will put a beacon on that map, but it is completely mm-hmm. unclear how you're supposed to get there. <laughs> It'll be in the, surrounded by nothing, black. And it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, I've explored above it a little, like mm-hmm, way mm-hmm, above it a little, mm-hmm. and a little left of it. So it's like, okay, I'm going to go pick a direction and start exploring. And it rewards you so much for exploring. Like hidden walls, invisible walls, you can sequence break, 
meaning like get somewhere you're not supposed to because you did something clever. You just mm-hmm, jumped mm-hmm. or something yeah, and got it very and got it right. Yes, exactly. And uh, it does it to an excellent degree. The other Game Boy Advance game is much more narrative driven. Way better than I thought it would be. I thought the Zero Mission was the the one we talked about that got really good with that narrative in the end with the the bot sweeping. Was that not that one? That is Zero Mission. Okay, that was Zero Mission. Yeah, yeah. I thought the story on that one was really good. It is really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's not talking to you the whole time. Mm. So Metroid Fusion, the other Game Boy Advance game, is dialogue heavy i should say there's narrative in these games but this one's constantly talking to you and it is very interesting it was much better than i thought like word of mouth was like oh it talks too much at you but it actually works like yeah it's just more directed than any other Mm -hmm. which is not the direction i want to go but but zero mission kind of leaves you to figure things out and it talks to you as little as possible and with the steam deck just at night like nothing but the glow of the screen. I've got like headphone isolating headphones and it's just this incredible music and you're just exploring and picking apart this world. And it really solidified like, oh, like I understand the Metroid series now and why it's beloved and why so many indies are like creating these types of games. Cause it's like, they're so fun to pick apart mm-hmm. and they're so like, and with technology and graphics, like it's just easy to make these days. So it's like you can focus on design. And these games just knocked it out of the park. And so my number five, Zero Mission. Was there anything about that game that really stuck out to you that made it like that's the reason it's on this list besides it, you clicking with you and you getting it? It was, it put into place. Again, like the 3D Metroids I've played and dabbled with don't do it for me. And mm-hmm. so I had no 2D experience and only this 3D stuff. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't really get it. Like, I thought that these Metroid games were trying to do something and Indy did it better later, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like, oh, Castle, like, because to me, Castlevania is fine. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. played and beaten a bunch of those games, but they don't do the same thing for me that these games are doing. And I think it's a sense of atmosphere or whatever. But for me, it was like, oh, this is the vocabulary that clicks with me. Speci- of the Metroidvania, it's like, this is what I'm getting out of the indies. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hollow Knight has a mood, right? Yeah. These yeah. games have a mood. They That's showed you how s- to have a mood. Yeah, I was going to say that because yeah. it was like, you know, the resignation you had with Hollow Knight was mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. And I love that game, mm-hmm. but it reached a point for me that I just enjoyed watching you play it more than I enjoyed playing it. And that's wild and weird, but I know we've talked about this, that like that happens to us often. And that was one of those games where like, I got to play it by proxy simply at that point. Um, But when I heard you talking about this, I was like, you know, you didn't love most of those 3d types and Mm -hmm. this, this 2d entry. And we talked about it really extensively and I'll, I won't forget that story that you told of like this little robot at the end. So I'll just tell this real quick and then we can move on. But it's like, it is a wordless joke. (laughs) It is a joke, right? You are infiltrated. It's like a prologue of the game, the end of the game. You are like entering a level. It's like a standalone level that you are entering into. Okay. And in this tight hallway, 
is a little sweeper bot. It's like a, a you know a, a janitor bot, and it just waddles to and fro and it moves obnoxiously slow. And so you are infiltrating this area and you're in this narrow hallway and this robot is walking really slow in front of you and you just have to wait. (laughs) You just kind of ride its bumper and you're just like, why did they do this? Like, this game is incredibly designed. Everything is intentional. Every screen is intentional. Why would they do this to you? I just, I finally get past, like, we finally open up to a bigger room and I jump over them and I move. Cut to the end of this sequence, and spoiler alert for Zero Mission, there is a detonator, a, a bomb is about to go off, and there's a literal timer on the screen. You have like 10 minutes to get out of the level. So now you're panicking and running back out the level you came, <laughs> the way you came. And so, which is hard. It's like tricky platforming, there's explosions and things falling apart around you. You then, and this is like right at the beginning of this level, you then get back to the beginning of this level. And you get back to this narrow hallway, and in this hallway is this little janitor bot, and it's now walking back towards the exit, and it's just waddling. <laughs> and you are just like riding its bumper, and there's a timer on the screen, and I literally, I literally start losing my mind. Like <laughs> this is fucking incredible. Like I fell for this joke, like hook, line, sinker, because. I got, they got the response of like, what the fuck is happening? Why is this happening? For me to run back. <laughs> and then be and stuck. just be like, looking at the timer, like, like in traffic, go! <laughs> the light's green, go! <laughs> just Ainsley in the back. <laughs> go! 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 I can't go. There are I cars. Can't go. There's a little sweeper bot, baby. I can't go. So yeah, I mean, that's the level it's working on. Wordless, just mechanical design jokes. Like, yeah. That are just all over the place, and it's it's masterful, and uh, it that's why it's on the list is because it, it just solidified my respect for the series because I didn't know I didn't know it was operating on this level, and that yeah. game did it for me. So, so I should have fucking known that I bought mm-hmm. you the T-shirt. Yes, didn't put it on the list. <laughs> I, this is the one though when I was like, "There's one I'm missing," and mm-hmm. I and I think that I think I still I think I still did pretty good. Okay. Um, I think for our number four, you should go first because I want to make sure it's not on my list. Because okay. I know my number four and my number, f- well, maybe my three. Okay. But for sure, my four is not on your list. So, number four. Number four. Here we go. And this is shocking to me. Ooh. I did not expect to love these games. Oh. It is a sequel to a game. I did oh, not expect to love okay. it. Okay, fuck me. This is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. What? Nothing. <laughs> My number four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. This is a sequel to whatever the first one was called. So, Star Wars, right? Yeah. It's like a huge part of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> huge part. Yeah. And I am okay with Star Wars, right? Yeah, well, and we talked about this, that like... I would have played the second one had I played the first one and I just didn't and I'm okay with that because Mm -hmm. I got so much of that game from watching you play it. And let's be clear, there's going to be a time in my life 
later. Yeah. As as with most of Star Wars media, because I, I've kind of cooled off on a lot of Star Wars media. I haven't watched most of the Disney series. I haven't watched, a, you know, a lot of the Star Wars stuff that's coming out. I haven't um, engaged with. And there's some good shit in there. So yeah. I've cooled off on Star Wars and I didn't play these games, but there will come a day where I want to, in for this specific reason, because I want to experience that scene mm-hmm. in Jedi Survivor myself. Yeah. I know you know which one I'm talking about. I do. And I'll, we'll talk around it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so let's let's set the stage a little bit. I like Star Wars fine. I've seen them all, all the theatrical releases. Like, Rogue One is my, my favorite theatrical. Me too! Yeah. I've, like come, I've come so hard because I was yeah. a... Uh, listen, listen. Let's get into it. What do you... I, what? I'm, I just, like... I loved Star Wars so much as a kid mm. and growing up, and it was a huge part of my personality mm. in my early 20s. And I did not ever think that there there would be a Star Wars piece of media that I loved more than Empire Strikes Back. Mm. But I saw Rogue One in theaters like seven times. Wow. Like, wow. I saw it midnight release and then just I just went back over and over and over again because it was such a beautiful piece of media Um, and I mean there's a lot of people that didn't love it but I really didn't we've never talked about this I I know I know well to (laughs) me like it really well one and the most important thing to me is that it is grounded Mm -hmm. it is grounded in this weird world Mm -hmm. where the rules are constantly in flux based on like what the creator has done at the time you know but not rogue one though rogue, not rogue one, one though exactly <laughs> rogue one exists from the start to, from the very beginning to the very end you know how it's going to end mm-hmm. and the fact that they didn't take any sh- cheap shots to make it a romance and that that ending scene where they're hugging and it's <sighs> yeah. and and knowing they the look in their eyes knowing that they one succeeded mm-hmm. And two, that they were going to die. And they, the, the, their choice to not make it a sappy romance, yep. yeah, yeah, a sappy romance at the end, truly to me, um, made it top tier. And Absolutely. I fucking love it. Absolutely. We, we've never talked know, about this. I, I don't know how, but well, we haven't. Every decision they made was yeah. just like that. Just yeah. super respectful and grounded. And it showed the potential of the universe to me of like, these are stories I want to hear and see, right? Which is, I think we're going to have to do Andor because that's what I've yes, heard Andor. It's in the same spirit. Yeah, of we haven't idea. done it, but. I know, I know. We've gone so far off track. <laughs> have we? So. Yeah. What and what's great about these two games, uh, Fallen Order and Survivor, is that they are also incredibly grounded. Yeah. A lot of it takes place in like the workers of this world, like the yeah. like non empire parts of the world, and the mm-hmm. stakes are not the entire galaxy, right? Yeah, they're very focused on this one character, Cal Kestis, who. In my eyes, is the my favorite Jedi in the whole IP mm-hmm. is this dude, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because of this, and it's because, and this is how I feel about Star Wars as a whole, where it started very hero's journey, mm-hmm. and as we've grown, 
we've taken this like very by the numbers property and like have started to explore it in way more interesting ways, yeah. right? Which which is why I made I did a hard shift mm-hmm. um, in my early twenties towards Star Trek, and then by yes. my late twenties, it was it, I, Star Trek had consumed mm-hmm. my nerd media at that point. Yeah. Um, but I always found that the stories of as I found that the stories of Star Trek were more human yes um and had more nuance and had more um gray and we've talked about mm-hmm. this that like i love a gray story that's yep. morally ambiguous and star trek far beyond its time yeah but star wars was very flat in that mm-hmm. um but you're right in that they are starting to try and do that yeah they did Jedi, it with ray a little bit in that first movie um yeah where you know she is introduced to the dark side and she doesn't fear it mm-hmm. she goes up to it and stares it in the eye. You know what I mean? And it's like, yes. Like, these are the, like, this is what we need to be exploring, you know? And so what's cool about Cal Kestis is that this is set during the Rogue One time, which is Mm -hmm. is interesting in between those trilogies. And so he's on the run, and he is having to do things that are against what his order and what he's been trained to do. And so he's constantly up against situations where he has to go gray in order to survive, which is like the theme of the second game entirely. Like we're here to survive and these are the things you have to do. And so he's constantly, you know, being pushed and in a weaker game, he would reject the dark side. Mm -hmm. And in this game, they make you right. You don't have a choice to embrace it. Mm -hmm. You have to. Yeah. I know. I, I, we, we, yeah. I watched. Yeah. To, you, you, the game doesn't give you a choice. It kind of takes that agency away yeah. from you, which I love that. I love that when a game just really sticks to the story and the character, mm-hmm. where it's like, this is what, it's not what you would do, yeah. but it's what that character would do. And what he had to had do to, do to yeah. survive. Yeah. And so that's why this world, one, it's like, the characters are all grounded. The world that they're operating in are way grayer and just way more interesting. Mm-hmm. The Empire, I love how the Empire sticks out. Like, they're on these organic worlds all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. they just stick the fuck out. And you're like, oh, like, they are like hard they lines. Not they do not belong here. Yeah. And it's just really beautifully done. Um, also, there is, I can't remember her name, but I think, I forget what they call her. The something master. sister no oh, something sisters yes 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 where these the night sisters night sisters i believe is that what it, yeah i think that's so they are je- they are force users but they've 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 re- they represent it through their culture mm-hmm. of like kind of more naturalistic mm-hmm. kind of like a little witchy i guess but it's it's much more grounded it's like it's much more interesting than like witch yeah. but but that's the shorthand i would say and it's like really interesting to see how the force is manipulated through other cultures. Like it really like sets a template for like, Oh, like what we've seen so far is one way to use this thing that they're all, that we all know about. And uh, it just really opened that up. Also like some of the choices they're making with, with cow is really interesting because you and I have talked about this a little bit of like, what, like is Cal alive? Like where does he fit in all this? Yeah, And I think it's really interesting, this story, and I, I don't want to spoil this because it's early in the list and it's like, it's not super important, but they have wrote it in such a way that he could still be with us, like in yeah. the current timeline. Also, they put his actor in the commercials, right? Yeah. 
So like, they're kind of like, hey, this is a real person and he can do this stuff. You know, it's kind of like, hey, we might be building up to something and that, yeah. that's really exciting. So, oh, okay. Star Wars IP aside, this is a dark, this is a Souls-like yeah. with platforming, really good, like yeah. generous platforming. Yeah, yeah. And it has difficulty settings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, if you're not wanting to be punished for playing a Souls-like, like this game's got you. And yeah. it, it, they do you a really- play it on easy. And what's really cool is like this, and what I learned later is this game is made by the same people that make, uh, they make Titanfall, but what's the other Battle Royale first person we played? Apex? Apex Legends. It's the same people. Whoa. Yeah, and what's funny about that? Oh. You know what's so funny about that, babe? Everything you can do in Apex, Cal does in this game. game. He can wall run and double jump. I remember. That feel, I like, it's like, funny. It's like unlocking something in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Because we put a lot of time into Apex. Yeah, I really like Apex. Yeah, yeah. I had, yeah. I had a a game by them that fell off the list. Not to be discussed. What? Honorable mention. You didn't even put it on an honorable mention? I have too many. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll give you a second honorable mention later. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I uh, shockingly <laughs> was not surprised that that was on your yes, list. Yes, yeah, I, I mean, that it, and it, I mean, the cutscenes were just heart-wrenching mm-hmm. um, and beautiful like you were watching a movie. And, and I, uh, no matter what I was doing, when you got to a cutscene, my life stopped because I, I, needed, I need to watch every fucking cutscene because I, I just was so invested in the story of that game mm-hmm. and I needed to know what was going on. Um, and I just, there was like a, there was a time where I think we were both like crying. Like mm-hmm. it was just really... Beautiful. What I want to say real quick before we move on is that I love Rogue One because it's grounded and like Jedi are not a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And when I say that this game is grounded, it's grounded for starring a Jedi, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, it's not people surviving in this, like regular people surviving. In the, it is a Jedi surviving, so there is a heightened element to everything. Yeah. But yeah. even that feels great. And yeah, stuff. well, and the stories, because they are about characters that we're not you know, hyper aware of allows for a lot of that nuance of character that, you know, we all know, um, you know, what Yoda is going to say and what Yoda is going to do. Right. Um, but they had a lot of flexibility with that character and the characters that, you know, the side characters in that game, that they had a lot of flexibility. Yes. And what's so cool is the time that they're in, is after order what was the order 52 or something like that mm-hmm. there's some big order where the all the jedi are murdered where it's like that time period is so interesting because every single person knows a great loss every yeah. single person has experienced a huge loss at this point yeah and it's like they have a lot of freedom to explore everyone is flawed everyone's made mistakes at this point because of this huge moment in their history and stuff and so they they get to play a lot with that yeah it's it's success it's successful for me so yeah i'm glad you went first okay um because again like like my number 5 my number 4 is not a game that came out this year well i think luck be a land came out this year yes. but it's also not a game that i mean i'm surprised it's on my list i would not i had wow. to rem- I should have wrote my predictions down. I know you would have never got this one. You would have never got this one. Um, So I had to really think about time spent as well as the reason why. And and we've talked about like 
games that and why Fortnite was on my list was because it was so transformative and as a social space Mm -hmm. as well. And that game for me this year was Sea of Thieves. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Wow, I would have forgotten that, but you're right. Yeah. That was huge. That game is fucking incredible. So I only play this game with one of my best friends, James. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and still, even that, with him and I having opposite schedules and like never awake or on gaming at the same time, we still dumped like 250 hours into Mm -hmm. this game this year. Um, so Sea of Thieves is this, you know, open world pirate game where you are pirating a ship and you are really sailing a ship. Like you are doing all the things that you have to do to sail a ship for real, which Mm -hmm. is like, why if you play by yourself, it fucking sucks. (laughs) Um, because you need a crew. Yeah. Like, and, and. You know, there's different size ships, so you can't have five people on the smallest ship because this and and they balance it well because like the smallest ship is the fastest and right. the largest ship is the slowest, but it's um you know tanky. So mm-hmm. you know if it catches up to you or if it has the right wind, it, it it's a fucking crazy game. <laughs> um, and it's wild because the game really has no fucking point to play. Like there's no loot. Again, yeah. not a game you'd think I'd want to play. Right. The loot. Does not matter. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress this enough that like everything you get in the game is like a a, a basically towards a cosmetic goal. Basically, like there is no like the loot you get in the game will give you coins, and the coins can just buy you cosmetics. Like you, there is no, there is no like. Watching you play, I I assumed like there was something else going. No, no upgrades to the ship or anything. No. No, all the ships, yeah. every ship, when you see a ship, you know exactly what's on that ship. Yeah. There's no upgrades. Wow. There's no, it's all, everything's cosmetic. Yeah. So thinking about that and knowing me as well as you mm-hmm. do, which is I am a loot goblin. Like yep. if it is a game that has like a loot system in it, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. You know, if it's a looter shooter on <laughs> my list. Yeah. Um, but this game's not that. But what it does really reward is, is, uh, communication with your crew and mm-hmm. um, ex- exploration and there's like all these different like you get to do fun pirate things where like you'll find a map and like it's just a picture and you have to like you ha- you have to like zoom into your big map to see like okay well where's this fucking treasure map like what fucking island is this and like you know there's like 30 islands so you eventually you have all the shapes memorized you know what yeah, i mean and yeah, you yeah. know where all the ships are or all the the you know where all the places are and there's like these there's just lots of different quests that reward that so like yeah. there's a, a specific quest line where it just gives you a picture <laughs> okay on an island Meaning, like, f- taken from the point taken of view. Taken from being the on point the of view from somewhere on the island. Yeah. And you have to just know. <laughs> and it is punishing. Like, it is like, mm-hmm. you know, it's so fortunately I play with James who has 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more hours than I do. Yeah. And, and I have one of, again, like those photographic memories. So like I can usually be like, okay, well, you know, there's one picture and it'll have this one kind of like bone structure. And I'm like, Oh God, like this is maybe this, this or this Island maybe. And he's like, yeah, I think maybe this one. And then the rest of them, he could just be like, well, and then sometimes we just look them up. Cause we're like, I fucking have no idea. Like, how would I ever know this? You know? Um, and it's wild. It's really wild, but it does, um, reward a lot of that fun exploration but most of all it's such a vibe it is such a vibe just sailing around on your boat Mm. with your friends and like i didn't mention this earlier but there's a pvp aspect to it so like there can be there can only be five ships on a server basically but there are five other ships on that server perfect what a great decision well you don't want to be overwhelmed no no and there will be times where james and i will be like well there's one ship there's two sh- Oh, fuck. There's a third one. I can see a third one over there. There's four. That's the whole fucking server's over here. Yeah. And we're like, how? Why? Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. the, the map's so big. You know what I mean? And there's just lots of, there's so many little tiny things about this game that I could go on and on and on and on about it. But it's, you know, it's not a game that came out this year, but it is a game I discovered this year. Yeah. And it's a game that I, I, so I let love. So let me paint a picture. Because mm-hmm. I over, I'm sitting next to you during a lot of these. Yeah, and you guys, you two are like, <laughs> <laughs> they're right, they're right, they're right. L- lower the sail, lower the sail. Turn, turn, hey, <laughs> shoot, shoot. <laughs> and it's a lot of like, you know, a lot of like chill. You guys are chatting, you're vibing. Yeah. Oh, I think we're going to go left, and then it's like. Red alert! Red alert! <laughs> there they are. <laughs> or like a monster and- has jumped from the sea, and you're and you're both shooting it, and you're like, bail the water. I'm bailing water. I'm bailing water. You know. Hurry, we're gonna sink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. it's beautiful because it does. It is like so. These ships from my, just from the outside, like there are you know things you need to do to operate the ship: yeah. lower and raise the sail, control the rudder. Yeah. What else are you doing? Just you patching can, holes. You can patch holes. Yeah. You can bail yeah. water. You can. You're not really controlling a rudder as much as you're actually just controlling the sails so you okay. can lower up and lower the sails up and down controls the speed and then movement of the sails Ooh. controls the the where you're going because it's a fucking sailboat so yeah. your everything is based off the wind in the direction that the wind is yeah. going and the wind will change yeah. so you'll have favorable wind as you're like fucking gunning it away from another team that's seeking blood for you basically yeah, because yeah. you know if you if you think someone's got good loot you might as well fucking kill them and take their loot yeah and take their loot and and so you go on a quest yeah you've discovered this huge like yeah. you're like a picture from this island you're like, i know where that is you go uh-huh. and you're just like we're doing it yeah. we're hauling in haul it in oh shit yeah who's that so and there were some we have such some beautiful fucking moments there's one time where we were being chased by this ship that uh, the this middle ship and it was it's called a brig and it had three people on it and you, we could see the three people on the fucking brig, right? Yeah. And they are chasing us because we are flying a, f- a specific flag on our ship that um, when you fly specific flags of factions, when you do quests from those factions, you get more loot when you turn, or more gold when you turn the loot in and more okay. rep reputation. Okay, for, go do this quest under our flag. Uh, flag. We'll pay you more. So, But the thing about the flags is that when someone's flying a flag and you like look across the water, you can see what that flag is. Mm-hmm. So there is a 
uh, like end game flag basically called an Athena flag. And that's like all the end game loot. That's like the, like you're doing crazy <laughs> shit, right? So if you have an Athena flag up, you are like suddenly a target for everybody. Yeah. Um, so we have an Athena's, we have a ton of Athena's loot on our, on our boat. Cause we've been just fucking, we are basically at the point where we're like, we're not going to play it safe. Like, fuck it. Like right. if we lose it, we lose it. Yeah. We've reached a point in the game too, because you know, loot doesn't fucking matter yeah. that like, Hey, if we lose it, we lose it. We might as well just go down instead of playing it safe. Cause when you play it safe, you do like one yeah. quest and then you have to go back and sell it out. Yeah. And then one quest and then you go sell it and one quest and, and, that type of repetition become, can become really annoying. So we are gunning it away from this brig. We have poor wind. We're, this brig is catching up fast. Brigs are very scary um, because they are, with favorable wind, they can actually be faster than the faster ship. Mm. Um, and so <laughs> we're running from this brig. We have terrible wind. I see this other small sloop that is parked at an island. And I'm like, Here, here's what we're going to do. And James is like, I already know. I already got it. So we turn around this island. And we, we basically, like, not the island, but there's rocks, like, next to the island. And we turn around the rocks. We're like, we're at a point where this brig can't see us anymore. Yeah, And we spin around the rock so the brig is chasing us can't see us but we're turning around the rock so we we keep spinning around the rock so the brig's right behind us is spinning but can't we're going just fast enough where it can't see us right and now on the other side of the rock is this other fucking ship parked at the island yeah so we come back around the fucking rock, babe, and and they are shooting the other ship. Not because they thought it was us; they just got distracted right. or whatever. Like, oh, they well, didn't we have didn't the, see them. They Let's didn't see them. These and guys it, up. Yeah. it felt so good. Yes. We are screaming yes, at each other as we're escaping yeah. because we're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. You know. And it is a game where like. It is about skill and skill alone at, yes. at some point, you know, like there's, no loot. there's no, well, and because there's no upgrades, everyone mm-hmm. has the same fucking three yep. guns. Everyone yep. has the same telescope or the same, um, spyglass. Everyone has the same advantage yep. basically. And so you just have to get good mm-hmm. and it's, t- it's tough out there. It's yeah, really yeah. tough out there. So anyway, I fucking love this game. Um, they are constantly coming out with new content for it mm-hmm. and new modes and new like fucking ships. They was this, I we rolled up one day on this purple jellyfish ship and I t- uh, like <laughs> became best friends with this fucking person because mm-hmm. most of the time when you play this game, people fuck with you. Yeah. They either fuck with you. They, they do shit. And I, um, this person had a rainbow flag and, and I was like putting up my pride flag. Yeah. So I put my pride flag up and, and right. like we, it, it turned into this whole long day where me and this other ship would keep, kept running into each other and yeah. not fucking with each other. We were like helping yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just like end it with being like, oh my God, I fucking love your ship. And they're like, oh yeah, it's in the store. And I was like, I'm going to go fucking spend money <laughs> yeah. on this fucking ship. And it's yeah. Beautiful purple, like jellyfish color ship. All of the accents are jellyfish. It's fucking yeah. gorgeous. And I was like, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Like, oh, am I going to buy cosmetics for my fucking ship? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, I am. You know, I, I think a lot of the decisions they've made by not having upgrades, not having like, mm-hmm. you know, rarity loot, mm-hmm. 
focusing on cosmetics and letting, you know, Fortnite kind of does this. You can't buy your skill. You know no. what I mean? No. They kind of did it right here where yeah. the thing you're excited about is the skill executing. Yeah. And because loot isn't important, like you said, like you're like, well, we're just going to risk it. Yeah. And it's like what that does is it, it elevates what the point of the game is and it's yeah. those experiences being a fucking pirate yeah. it is and it is so much fun because there's a lot of different types of things you can do in the game okay there's like these dungeons you can do there's these mm. like forts there's like mm-hmm. these underwater dungeons that are like fucking crazy puzzles okay? okay those are crazy um there are these underwater modes where you're just fighting enemies right yeah. and then there's these forts where you're just fighting these other types of enemies above water and they have like different you know love like different um waves of enemies and different types of loot and then there are maps with just a red x on them and so you got to find the island and you got to go fucking dig up the x and so it's again it rewards so much of that exploration of like oh you know what i fucking know what island this is and you know what i I know exactly where that x is and like and like kind of holding a map like you literally have to hold a map up to your fucking face to be like where's this x you know what i mean um and it and it that ambiance that vibe of being a fucking pirate is a lot of fun and and that's why that's kind of the reward of the game for me on top of of course it be having that social aspect yeah yeah um awesome pick babe thank you thank you um i think i hope yeah i thought my number three was on your list okay i've come to terms with the fact that i'm probably wrong Um, but I want you to say your three first and I'll do mine. Then I'll do mine. Cause I do think it's not on your list. Okay. My number three late entry death loop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I fucking love that game. I know you did. And And you forgot. I had forgotten. I thought it was last year. (laughs) Cause this year has been crazy. And I've beaten a lot of games this year. This year has been fucking crazy. It's been wild. So death loop is, uh, arcane. Yep. Which do Dishonored and uh, those are the ones I love the most. Dishonored. There's another suit. Prey. Prey. They've done Prey as they well. Prey. Also, it's this immersive sim genre. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking, every immersive sim element I just fucking love. Mm-hmm. And it is about a vibe. Mm-hmm. They all have a great, incredible vibe. And this was another, Deathloop was another Steam Deck yeah. game for me because I could play it on the couch and play it in bed. And it well, was just. And also, you know, because it, we didn't, I think we got Steam Deck. Did we get the Steam Deck before we got the Xboxes? Yes. yes. So it was a game that you could play mm-hmm. that while I was playing play, on PlayStation the PlayStation. 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't think definitely, we definitely didn't want it for the, for the PlayStation 4. So, you know... Right. We were you. The only time you were gonna. Come, it was a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, yeah. So you weren't gonna. Pl- you. It was a game for you that you could play while I was playing yes. something else. And um, you Fortnite on PS5, so it's yeah, like, yeah. That takes up a lot of that the real estate yeah. there. So, anyways, I'm playing uh, Deathloop. Um, and I gotta say though, really mm-hmm. quick, babe, because Deathloop did this thing for us that Hitman did, yes. which is I remembered everything. If I saw you do it, I could be like, oh, that thing that's there. And you're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that thing at that time during this day. Um, and Deathloop was one of those games that I didn't have to play because I got to watch you play it. Mm-hmm. And I got to watch you. Pl- Once I understood what the core 
loop was going to be. I was like, I'm going to really enjoy watching you play this and I'm going to really enjoy giving you the puzzle pieces that you need that I would have enjoyed the pieces that I would have enjoyed playing the game, which was picking apart the puzzle, putting, putting together this very specific Mm -hmm. puzzle piece and the lore. Yeah, of course. And then of course also the ambiance and the vibe of everything everywhere. Cause it's just so, they're so good at building a set. Yeah. So the vibe is like, what if dishonored, but 1970s. Yeah. So it's like, and it's set in the world. Yes, yes. There's a very clear connection to this and Dishonored. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's like subtle things that, you know, are the result that resulted in three to four hour YouTube videos that (laughs) I watched every second of. (laughs) Because like part of these games for me is like, I can't wait to watch a YouTube breakdown of these games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't wait to like pick the, like do a 20 minute YouTube session and like, pick a part of this five hour thing that somebody on YouTube did an essay on and then like connected it back to all the dishonoreds and where it fits in the time. Yeah. Yeah. That lore stuff yes, that we both love. Fucking love it. And this game, like what, what I think, what I think it presents itself as is a time loop roguelike. Mm-hmm. That is kind of how it is marketed in a way. Like live, die, repeat is kind of like, yeah. Sort of its tag, right? Which yeah, yeah. to me is a roguelike, right? Yeah, but time is weird in that game because it really... Well, here's here's what I've learned since playing it. Yeah. Is it it's actually yeah. an arcane game. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> yeah. It's actually a linear narrative. Yes. That are have big open sections of exploration. Yeah. Which is like the middle of the game. <laughs> yes. But ultimately it is a linear game that mm-hmm. will guide you with points and like, you know There's really only so many ways to quote unquote solve the puzzle too. You have to do it in a certain There type. is a final way. Yes. Yes. Um and to perfect it. Yes. Um and it 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 kind of paints itself like time matters, mm-hmm. but actually time doesn't matter because time doesn't actually flow in the time period that you're in it. Right. Um, so I think that they did that very cleverly mm-hmm. that um, it is a time loop game, but because when you are, you, you have infinite amount of time mm-hmm. when you are in each of those quote unquote sections until yes. you go to, until you leave it basically and, yeah. and restart now the next time of day. Yeah, there's that like it's three actually, or four, there's four chunks per day. Yeah. And there's three days, I believe. And, yeah. And so yeah. it's very cleverly done that way that it's actually kind of not a time loop in that, that mm-hmm. you have, you have a lot of time that you can spend you know, 10 minutes or five hours right. in a single um, place in a single yeah, place. Yeah. yeah. Um, to really pick apart every single thing that's going on in that time because you need to. And then yeah. when you pick, put pieces together, it, it was wonderful watching that happen. Yes. Yes. Meaning like you find little narrative clues and you, you find little like entries hey, and exits and like, yeah, if you go, if you go to this place at this time of day, something mm-hmm. interesting is going to happen. Yeah. And then you get to that time of day and you're like, wait a minute, I got to go back to, I got to go to that place. Yes. Where's the, or, Oh, I got to, you know what? This is saying something weird. Or you go to a door and it's locked every other time of day. And then except for this one, time. and then this yeah. one time of day you go and you open it and it unlocks something. And, so, and it, it really does. So for me, it does what a good time loop movie does where essentially like, Groundhog's Day. It's like 
really, he has to have the perfect day to break the loop. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the game, you know these sections of the world Mm -hmm. so well that by that final loop, I was like, and I love stealth. Mm -hmm. I was like, I could run through these and hit my marks. Like, I felt like I had mastered the game by the end. Like, no one was really going to give me any trouble. I knew how to, like, your goal is to kill, like, seven people in this in this time, right? But before the loop starts over. And so you have the, the goal of the game is to do it all. Isn't it one day? Yeah. Is it one day? Is it one? It's one day. I think it's one day. So you are it is just one day. going it's four, time. It's the yes. four segments of day. Okay. And it wasn't seven people. I thought it was only, I think there are seven five. visionaries. Oh, because it's the one that at the end. So then I thought it was five. Well, you might be right. I don't, I don't know. I didn't play it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, the the perfect day is to kill all these people in one loop. In one loop. So you need to like know the time and place at each person at each time of the day, and then Mm -hmm. execute the plan. And the whole game is you figuring this perfect day because you can only kill certain people at certain places at certain times, and like you won't know that unless you do it, unless you like discover the puzzle and kill them several one or two of them in a loop. At yeah. a time, and like they give you certain power ups, and you choose your yeah. favorites, and you can bring them along with you and power them up over time. Really cool systems at play there, just really layered in. Yeah. But the point is, I started the game stealth heavy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like, throughout the middle, I would continue to do stealth runs, but I would also be like, this run is a violent run. Like, I don't care. I'm just, I'm like, just gonna shoot it and kill everything. Well, because I need to know what's in that building at this time of day. So I'm gonna run in, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just dart to that building and have, and, have fun with these mechanics mm-hmm. in a in a, like a, just a, anything goes kind of way. So like the thing I love the Dishonored series because they're so stealth friendly or they're they, you know they're stealth heavy. But all the powers in Dishonored, like the like most of the powers, are gonna cause a ruckus, yeah. <laughs> right? You're like yeah. you're gonna they encourage you to be violent and to really take, you know, to just throw landmines that just blow up and kill people. And in stealth, you want to like kill as few people as possible. Take your time. Quiet, hide the bodies. Yep. And so like in Dishonored, I never felt like off my leash where I could just be free with these. I did end up doing one of those runs for fun later of just like, I'm going all in with the powers. I don't care. But it didn't feel good. The world doesn't like feel good. My most recent, I had a Dishonored run this Mm -hmm. year, which you know. And my most recent Dishonored run this year, I didn't finish, but I did a zero kill. Remember? I went zero kill. That's right. And it was hard. Yeah. (laughs) It is hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Very hard. Because usually you just like, oh, I'll kill that guy, hide yeah, his body, which, and move on. And I yeah. did the first and second yeah. time I played these games. Yeah. But this year was the year where I was like, I'm going no kills. You know, but the vibe of Deathloop is like nothing matters in this loop. Mm-hmm. Like I never felt like I was mm-hmm. doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it Because everyone celebrated. comes back to life. Yeah. Yes. And they are, everyone's, you know, it, the vibe of the game is like a party. Yeah. So it's like, and a killing party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's just killing each other. And so like, it never felt wrong or whatever. So mechanically, I, I really liked it. There's an aspect of this game we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Which is there's a PvP aspect where you can be invaded. Yeah. And babe, there were some, some of these invasions... <laughs> 
you watch some of these yeah. invasions. This that wild one where you were in that music recording studio. Yes. Where you were just quiet yep. and you waited and waited and waited it out. And I'm like, they're in that room. They're yeah. they're they're in that room. And you're like, no, no, no. I know. Well, hang on, hang on. So I was I was at a locate. I was after a certain target. Mm-hmm. Like I was there to assassinate someone. Mm-hmm. So someone invades online, which there's a whole story thing to that. But this person knows that I'm after this person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so they go, well, I know where he's at. And so we're in this building. Go on, go on. It was just wild yeah. because they're like, they know that you're there and you're not going to leave. Because, yeah. and like, but what was wild about it is that you had cleared this fucking building. Mm-hmm. So you had cleared it of everybody <laughs> else. <right. laughs> there was nothing. Just me and them. It was just you and them because mm-hmm. none of the other enemies were there except for the target yep. in person you were there to kill, which is yep. like the very last person you needed to kill in this yeah. b- fucking building. Whatever loop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, and so we're, I can't remember how that concluded because there were a few of these of like mm-hmm. really intense, like, where are they? You know? And then I, I think, didn't I like creep out or lay a landmine? No, I think it was a landmine. Okay. I think you were like hiding in a bathroom or yes, something yeah, like yeah. that and like in a bathroom stall in the bathroom yep. or whatever and you had landmines and it just was always wild to watch because everyone's creeping around. Because it's so cat and mouse. Yeah. that And that's, I loved it. I loved it because that was like. Well, you lose your shit if you die. Yeah, yeah. They take your like, like good loot and then, and, and vice versa. If yeah. you kill them, you get like you whatever, get whatever the gun, the, yeah. whatever gun Which they had, whatever. With you. Yeah. Absolutely. What I love, so I love Fortnite stealth mm-hmm. because it is real stealth, mm-hmm. right? Like it's another human mind. And if they see you, they know where they are. It's not like an AI, like, oh, I didn't see you right next to me. Like, yeah. you, you see, and it's the same cat and mouse vibe in mm-hmm. this game. And there was one time where, I, I think you watched this too, there was like hanging out the on cliff. a cliff. The I was cliff. on a cliff. The cliff. I knew they were, they were in the world, and they knew I was in the world, and we're just there. But I was just like, I was as patient as a, I was a rock. I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to wait and find them. And just from where I was tucked in the corner, she couldn't she, see you. She couldn't yeah. see me, and she comes creeping out yeah, in front of me. Slowly, slowly, like, like, like clearing, clear. corner clearing, like really aiming down, like looking for me, unbeknownst to her, just walks in front of me, and I have a, that shotgun that yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And like, and it was that was done. it. <laughs> like, yeah. And every time you're like dead quiet. Yeah, like, you're I think scared. we're whispering. You yeah, know like, I mean? like, we're like, where like, is she? Like, yeah. we don't have to whisper. We don't need to whisper. Us, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so tense, too, yeah. because. You had shit because if you didn't get done what you needed to get done at that time of day, you had to wait through an entire start the loop over. Start the loop. Well, you had to start the loop over of the four segments. So if it was like or three or however many segments there were, like if you were if it was daytime, they kill you. You're now in the next day day part of the day. Not day. It's not daytime anymore. No, you move on. No, it starts the next morning if you die. Next morning, no matter what? Yeah. Oh, fuck. But you have a special power where you can be killed three times. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. But even then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's precarious because mm-hmm. if you had just gone through your perfect, like, two first two yeah. days and then you get, like, first two segments of the day yeah. and you get killed again, it was, just, run. it was just that. So many times you'd be like, son of a bitch, because yeah. you'd get invaded. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you can turn that off. But I loved the tension. The, tension. the stakes of it were yeah. really cool for me. I just yeah. really enjoyed it. 
And it was a legit contest, too, because she's just as equipped as you are. It was yeah. just really well done. I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. It was a great game to watch, too. And and like I said, I got my fill out of it. Yeah. It's probably one of those games I won't revisit for a really mm-hmm. long time because there's a piece of it now where I have explored the... I know the entire map like the back of my hand. Like, I could close my eyes right now and I can picture where everything is. Mm-hmm. And it takes away a little bit of that exploration for me of like explain and discovering. It would also force you to be slower than you already know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That was my number three game of the year. That's really great. I'm, so it's going to be tragic for me because I'm going to tell you my number three of the year. And I don't think mine, I wanted my number three to be on your list and it's not. Interesting. Okay. So my number three game this year was Grounded. That wasn't this year. Yes, it was. We played on Xbox. We played on Xbox. Oh boy! Did you forget? I did. Would it would have been, would it have been it on your I, list? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking knew it. Yeah. Okay, so by proxy, let's just say, mm-hmm. what would it have knocked off? Metroid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, that was what you predicted. Yeah, that's my pre- so. So I have an r- electronic record of all the games I've played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were some I didn't put the date I completed them. And so, oh. I, and I had a bunch in order of like from the dates I completed them. Oh. And so when my list started getting into last year, I was like, oh, well, these are the games I completed this year. But it's, yeah, but, that's But weird. there were like two or three I didn't put the completed date and those mm. got lost in those. And now you're reminding me those were this yeah, year. Yeah, grounded. Because I kept assuming like, well, that was last year. Yeah, it wasn't. It was this not. year. So, so let's talk about Grounded. Let's fucking talk about Grounded. Especially because I thought it would have been on your list. Mm-hmm. Because we fucking loved this game. Absolutely loved it. We loved this game. So this and is like, I, do you know this about me? Grounded, number, you're number three. This is like a childhood fantasy of mine. Okay, I didn't know that. What I did know is that it is a type of game you never play. Correct. It is a survival game. It is a survival a game. A punch trees kind of game. It is a punch trees, craft mm-hmm. guns, uh, craft weapons, craft a base, build bases all over. Yeah. You know, it is my game. Yes. And I have... But let me tell you the parts that are my game. Well, really quick. Go on, go on. I have been trying to get you to yes. play a game like this with me forever ever yeah. minecraft like forest name them and i have desperately wanted to play a game like this with you mm-hmm. um and so i was actually really surprised that you wanted to play this one with me and i am like understanding now especially since it was like a childhood fantasy of yours to be like honey i shrunk the kids yes we should probably talk about what this game is right yeah so you are you play Four kids who have been shrunk in a backyard. Yeah, you pick one. You pick one of four kids. Yeah. And it's multiplayer, up to four players. Yeah. And we just chose our characters or whatever. And you are shrunk in a backyard. And I don't think you know why, right? No. You don't know. Start you know, you off wake up and why. you don't know why. Right. Yeah. And so you, are, you have to survive in a backyard, just anybody's mm-hmm. backyard. You know, giant, just grass is like giant climbable trees. Yeah. Dew from rain is just like you're drinking dew off the ground and it's like pure water, you know, and it's huge or whatever. Um, household ants are huge, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, every single spiders are terrifying. Spiders are terrifying. Little bugs are terrifying. So this is a childhood fantasy of mine. I did not know that. Where I wanted to be shrunk and have adventures. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. basically yeah. it. But the idea yeah. that a backyard was filled with adventure, you know, filled, yeah. that would, that won my heart as a child. And so yeah. this is like that 
Yeah. Totally, you know, fulfillment, fantasy fulfillment. It did that outward thing. I mean, like, there's like, is there a map? There's no map, right? I don't remember there being a map. No, you use the tree as a You use the tree just like an outward when we use the mountain. I think there was a map. Was there a map? But I don't think it had a mark or anything. Was there a map? I don't remember. I I just remember wanting to, like, we picked a direction. And we just had to go. Yeah. And I, I I did the thing where I was the navigator. Mm-hmm. We're like, I knew where every little thing was. Yeah. Um, and this game was punishing in those games where it's like, I mean, you could do accessibility settings or, or difficulty settings as well where like you like keep your inventory if you right. die and stuff like that. But you and I were like, no, fuck it. We went hard. Yeah. yeah, we played on like a, a, the hardest setting and we were, it was tough. Yeah. Um, and... We got there, to. There is so much to unpack about. Yeah, this. there's yeah. so much to unpack about. Tell me, because you were going to say earlier some things about this game that really did it for you. What were those? So the 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 story yeah. it has a narrative with an ending. Yeah, right. It does. It has a limited scope. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of look and see everything, everything. you're going to see. Yeah. Um, the adventure elements. Mm-hmm. That kind of exploration really did it for me. Mm-hmm. It's like not enough that a special resource is there that lets us make a better thing or whatever Mm -hmm. it's that like it's just fascinating there's a there is a shed looming in the corner yeah and one day we're gonna get to that fucking fucking shed shed. yeah and it's like and you know something's fucked it's gonna be fucked up in that shed or we're under the porch and it's like a lattice or like one of the first like big dungeons quote unquote that we did is the bushes yeah like oh yeah where we're climbing the hedge maze or whatever the hedge yeah yeah you're just climbing a like climbing a hedge is ten hours of our lives. Yeah. Of like trying to survive, yeah. like getting building up the equipment to make the journey to yeah. get there and have energy. And then you're like climbing vines, you're climbing trees, you're fighting off yeah. bugs that we haven't fought yet. Yeah. While yeah. we're discovering like story beats, yes. right? Because we're finding these tapes. We have to take mm-hmm. them back to this like other secret honey I shrunk the kids base and yeah. like it, and the story's good. And yeah. it, there's like little hints of it where you, you don't know what's going on and you kind of start getting pieces of it and mm-hmm. then there's like this cute little robot that's like leading you around that's mm-hmm. like telling you where to go and telling you what you need to do. Yeah. Um and I just, I did really love, like you said, that this game just really, really rewarded you f- for exploring things. Like mm-hmm. that lake, that little retention pond lake that like, it was wild. Yeah. And like, it had surprises. surprises. We're like, we would learn something about that lake and be like, this is the surprise of yeah, the lake. Yeah, this is the thing. Yeah. Right. And then like 20 to 30 hours later, we're like. Oh, there's a whole, a whole other level to this. There's lake. an yeah. underground like laboratory, d- yeah, 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 dungeon here. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Fucking it was wild. wild. And the koi, the koi fish. Yeah, the koi fish. This, it's just a. You look at these things and they're beautiful, but mm-hmm. when you're tiny, it is a terrifying, m- terrifying thing. Just yeah. slowly and meandering like, to and the and water. It'll. You'll know because it just gets dark because you're under its shadow. Yeah. Yeah. That game was incredible. Incredible. Um, and then it did the thing where it was like, well, you get, once you finally kill this one thing, you can make stronger gear. Yes. And then once you can make stronger gear, you can finally attack that other thing. Mm -hmm. So there's always something that will kill you that, that feeling you get when you're finally strong enough where that thing is no longer scary. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I loved that. In the very beginning, we were terrified of fucking ants, yeah. right? And then by Simple the end ants. of it, by the end of it, we were like soloing fucking Black Widow yeah, spiders yeah. on like the hardest setting, yeah. and we're like the the how fucking good it felt, but like how terrifying it felt the first or second time you died to those For instance, things. When we had to explore a red ant hill. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. had been fighting black ants, and then when you run into a red ant, it's like, oh fuck! Like yeah. this is another level. And then like, for whatever reason, we had to go through a red ant hill. Yeah. So now we're like building gear, and we're talking about how we're gonna do it. Oh, I think the entrance is over here. Yeah. You know, we. Oh, I remember where it is. And then we're just slowly, ex- like pulling yeah. ants out and, and one hitting at a time. them. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually, there is no one at a time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's just like that over and over again, escalating the yeah. the bees at the picnic table. Oh my god, I forgot about yeah, those. Yeah, so good. The and then and there's shit. a whole area that's like been poisoned, poisoned like, it's because like lawn, it's or yeah, lawn care. Yeah, and and then there's the trash. Remember the knocked over trash yes, can that the just whole has, trash area the whole trash cool area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This game's incredible. Um, yeah. The design of the game and the, the design of how you were going to meander through the game and how the story interweaves with it mm-hmm. really it was really well done um yeah i didn't feel guided at all but you're clearly guided oh 100 just by I how mean, like, difficult something well was. and also the, i mean the robot would tell you where you needed to go yes because yes. there were these beacons you needed to find and there was places you needed to go and it would say like oh like oh that's why there wasn't a map it would say things like oh you need to go find the hedge laboratory and yes. we're like what do you mean the hedge laboratory? We fucking cleared the laboratory. What do you mean there's right. a hedge there? Or the you, there's yeah. a laboratory. We cleared the hedge. What do you mean there's a laboratory in the hedge? And we would be like, we had to go find the fucking laboratory. And right. so that's when we did, like uh, we ended up up in the hedge. We and they're like, up and we looked like, up. Oh, there's a zip line. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, we gotta like, yeah. can I get there? And there yeah. was a lot of us doing. Can we get there? Yep. How would we yes. get there? Like the porch. Yeah. That port. There are things looming in the background. Yeah. That are just everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, eventually you start looking there and you go, can we get there? How would we get there? there? Can we get there? How do we get there? Yeah. Really incredible stuff. Yeah. And and it was perfect too, because it was one of those games where I could get on without you and just resource gather, Mm -hmm. which was like not the thing that you Mm want to do. Like you do not want to be punching trees. I'm over here like punch, 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 punch. And then you'd get back on and like all of our things would be full and all of our little (laughs) chests are organized. All of the chests are organized. (laughs) Um, And they're all like, like color in different ways. And Mm -hmm. like there's different types of chests for different types of things. And then like, I think there was one time where I, like we made it to the other side and I was like, I'm going to build us a second base here. And you're yeah. like, what? And I'm like, we don't need to go back to that side of mm-hmm. the thing for a long time. Like yeah. I'm going to build us a new base here. This is our home and now. then yeah. I just fucking built us a new base on the other side of the map with yeah. like, a, then I went and transferred all of our fuck. So like, this is me running from one mm-hmm. side to the other side yeah. <coughs> with one inventory. <laughs> yeah. To just fill up our chest. But that's the shit I fucking love. Babe, the fucking sandbox. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. That fucking sandbox. That's where you deal with heat for the first time. That was brutal. You're standing in the shadow of like sandcastles and shit. No, you have to because the sun, the sun reflecting on the sand and the sand will kill you. Literally kill you. So you have to like run from shadow to shadow. Meanwhile, there are burrowing bugs everywhere oh, there are like God. pits that drag you were down were they scorpions i think they were scorpions 
I don't know. I don't they, remember. I don't they were scary Something is what like they were. That. Yeah, yeah. There was one that was like, it was like a funnel, like a quicksand funnel, and it would have a mouth at the oh, bottom. yeah. And then another bug's coming, and we're like, ah. But then yeah. you kill that bug, and you can go down. Down into like so some cool. holes. Yeah. So cool. I was disappointed by the sandcastle. Yeah, because it wasn't we as, I thought it was going to be like an elaborate yeah, castle, yeah. and it was. We really couldn't just, go in. Well, and to be fair, like that's what a sandcastle is. You know, it's dense. Yeah, it's you're not right. An, it's, just yeah. Like, it's just whatever. Um, but it it's great. It was a great game. Um, you know, I think that super charming. Was it was it set in the eighties. It's like eighties. Yeah, tech. it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. Very eighties. Um, very tips. felt like Honey I Shrunk. Like it was literally yes. pulled from Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and and it's great. And the story is cute. Um, mm-hmm. We have a, a friend and their kid who like they pl- played together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very kid friendly. Yeah. Um, and like you know, of course, outside of it being terrifying because there's huge spiders. Um, but they built an entire zipline system yeah so they could just zipline from place to place safely and quickly and i'm like that's fucking brilliant but like that's Mm -hmm. the kind of shit where like had i put another hundred hours into this game i would have done it but because there is like an ending like Mm -hmm. you can't just go back into the world yeah like the game ends rolls credits and you're done you're done with the game like it's not an open world in that aspect where you can just log back in and I think we wanted to see the ending because we wanted yeah. to know what fucking happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, I was just thinking about doing another run of that game soon. Like, I think I'm going to try to talk Graceland into playing <laughs> oh, it with me. Oh, cool, cool. Um, because I think... Um, so good. I want to do that. I thought about it really hard because they mm-hmm. set up a whole system to do zip lines. We never yeah. really explored it because it didn't make a lot of sense to us at first. Yeah. And, like... I think there was one zip line we set up to the picnic table from the sandbox. Did we right? do that? I don't Did remember. we do that? Yeah, I actually kind of do remember that. Yeah. There was like one functional one we wanted. Yeah. And then we moved on. Yeah. Well, and there's a ton already set up by, like, yes. you know, spoilers, but there's, you know, there, there are zip lines set up in the world that you can already use that mm-hmm. someone else has set up. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, that's, it's great. Love that game. That's why it was my number three. Incredible. I thought it. would have made my list for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Good to know. All right. We're moving on. We're I feel like we're going faster today. So we're pros. Yeah, we're, pro, we're, we're pros. pros. We're pro. We're pro podcasters now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here's where. So we're at two and one right now. We're at two and one, and <clears throat> my two. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. No, my two is your one. Probably. Yeah. So you do I've your two. This you well. do your two. First. Okay. So uh, this is another Steam Deck unlocked a lot for me. Yeah, yeah, okay. This okay. was this was one where we were in our room and you were like, Are you okay? And I was crying. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. That was this year? Yeah. I had the same reaction. That was this year? No, was it really? Yeah. Yeah, because you played on Steam Deck. Yeah. Fuck. So it is this indie uh. game called Inmost, one word. I N M O S T. This game blew my fucking mind. Okay. It does everything for yeah. me. It is a 2D puzzle platformer that is like super narrative first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is like the art is incredible. It's pixel art, but it's like it's like modern pixel art with yeah. like incredible effects, gorgeous lighting, sound. Yeah, yeah. Like it absolutely stunning game. Mm-hmm. This was like a game where I was like, one, this has been out for a while. 
Yeah. And two, I was like, I have it on mobile. Yeah. Me too. And I just never played it. Yeah. I just like, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah, oh, it looks interesting. Oh, whatever. And, and then the- you just finally dug into it. And I remember you telling me what was going on. And I remember thinking, or I saying out loud, that game did what? Yeah. Because I think if you the fir- if you basically start playing it and you, you spend an hour with a game, like you would on a mobile game or whatever, yeah. you only get this this one-dimensional mm-hmm. idea of what this game is doing. Yeah. And you really don't have any fucking clue what this game is doing no you were like it starts in like it's like a blue color palette gorgeous it's moody yeah like this is all emo very emo emo. and you're just collecting light my chemical romance is playing oh yeah mcr blasting (laughs) you have no idea i have no idea what's going on (laughs) just stunning it's a stunning visual and whatever and so you're collecting light and you're like okay and then like you're doing some puzzles you're like okay and there's a mood to it. It's like clearly dark or whatever. And then like you've beat that first level, quote unquote. And then you cut to you're a little girl in a house. And you have your little stuffed rabbit. I'm like already tearing up. And you are like locked in your room. And you solve this puzzle where like you push your chair to the desk, you climb up, you climb up to the vent, you climb out of your little bedroom. And, and I, I am already just fucking bawling. Yeah. This has a lot to do with being a dad now. Yeah. Because it just was, it was so Ainsley. It was so Ainsley. Yeah. We're just like exploring, climbing, doing whatever she can. Like, I'm going to get to that fucking vent. So there's. Which is, a, by the way, what our fucking daughter does every day. Every She's day. like, I'm going to get to that <laughs> thing. And we just see her and then she's just like looking at you as she's dragging like something across the room and we're like what are you doing with that where are you going she's quiet Mm -hmm. she's just slowly dragging it and she's like not trying to make eye contact with you you're like where are you going with that and then you like follow her and she's like stacking things on top of things to try to get to the top yeah like to to climb the rod off the fucking yeah yeah. like to do wild shit (laughs) (laughs) terrifying stuff so what this game goes on to do is like it layers, it starts, your play as three different characters, and they are all reflecting the same story. It then goes on to, like, tell you two additional stories on top of that. So it's dealing with a very complicated narrative mm-hmm. that... You as a writer specifically... Yeah, the yeah. things they're doing here are just incredible. And so, like, the, the third character you play as is, like, all of a sudden you are a knight, and you are killing like monsters and stealing their light. And you're like, you played this old dude just collecting like puzzles or whatever. You played this little girl locked in a house, a house we all know. And then all of a sudden you're a knight in a castle and you're like, what are they, what's, what are they telling me right here? Doing? What is this? Yeah. And then slowly it all starts to come together and reveal itself. And it's just like twist after twist after like, it just, and then by the end, it turns out there are like five stories coming in to tell one incredibly gorgeous, moving story about pain. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the end of this game. You looked at me and I was crying. You were fucking. And like, you had bald. checked in a couple times. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, that, that, oh, that game's and on my would, phone. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you were telling, and then you would tell me things 
and I uh, or I would look over and I'd watch specific scenes, yes. right? Because a cutscene would happen, and I would like look away uh, over on my phone because you spent the major you played the majority of that game laying in bed. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I just there were times where like eventually I got emotionally invested, and I would have to you'd ha- yeah, I, 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 you would beats, yeah. and you would have to be like I have to fucking tell you what just happened, and I'd be yeah. like so invested, like oh what's going on now, and right. you're like I'm playing a fucking night, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> and then you'll then the next day would come and be like. Let me tell you about this fucking night. And like it it was truly incredible. And I watched that in scene with you, the very end. Oh my god, you're gonna cry. I mean <laughs> yeah. I fucking can't. I yeah. mean, it just hit me on the deepest level. I mean, just being a dad. Because yeah. you just instantly I'm like, oh, this is Ainsley and I, I have to do everything I can for her. So yeah. this game it moved me. Yeah. It inspired me on a lot of levels. Can I tell you what I thought your number two game was gonna be that I put on the list? Sure, I can guess. What? Go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go yeah, ahead. no, 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 no. You no, guess. No. You guess. You guess. <gasps> you go ahead. Sea of Stars. No. I thought it. What? That's what I thought it was going to be. Really? But and now that you told me this, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you fucking loved that game. I did, but I didn't. I didn't finish it. Oh, I didn't know you didn't finish it. I think uh, you I, only put games on the list that you finished. I didn't know you didn't finish it. Yeah. I, you made my pretty number, far. My though. number one swooped in. I had to play number, my number one, so. Your number one swooped in. Yeah, because your number one is my number two. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to get into it? Yeah. Should I tell you my number one? Well, no, because it's my number two. So, I mean, I'm going to say my number two, and then we're not going to talk about it because it's your number one. Okay. So, my number two <laughs> is Cyberpunk, the DLC Phantom Liberty. Mm-hmm. Which I just rolled credits on. I have today. We, I, today. Yeah, I had to finish it, um, and we're not going to talk about it yet. Okay, my number one is Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom Liberty. Yeah. So let's fucking talk about it because okay. I've been watching you get to the credits. We have. Oh, there's so many fucking things I've been wanting to talk to you about as I've played. Th- through it that just blew my mind I, there's a couple of things i have to fucking say yeah let's just go go let's go. just fucking go so first off the oh god where do i even start when that that game when the dlc rolls credits this has happened to be very few times in my life but dlc rolls credits it has its own separate credits for when you like complete the mission that ends the DLC, which happens in the middle of, of the game, basically. Like you it it is not it doesn't happen post the main story. It happens basically in the middle of the main story. So you would roll credits before you'd even start the end mission of of um, the main story of Cyberpunk. There's a lot of things that I have to unpack for this game. Yeah, you do. Um, first, Can I tell you real quick? Yeah. I had the same exact reaction when those credits rolled. So, where yeah. I then sat back and like reflected on everything. I, I, I sat and watched the entire credit mm-hmm. sequence because mm-hmm. I just had to, two reasons. One, the stunning visuals of those, yep. st- of the credits ending, and there's so much. Um, imagery happening. It like there's retells like one, the story. It retells the story. There's one point where the lyrics of the song that's playing over the credits is saying like I'm fucking banger banger. at one point he's like the singer is like I feel like I'm in a game and it's UV sitting in a sitting 
in a like with a circle of the four main characters yeah. around you and it's just like that him singing over and yep. over again like i feel like i'm in a game because you feel like you're a pawn in the it was fucking i mean even the credit scenes were fucking gorgeous but well, you know i had to process yeah. what the fuck just happened so yeah I have to set some scenes here. Well, hang on. I don't, let's not move on from those credits. So what's interesting about the visuals of those credits yeah. is that it retells the story, but it is telling the emotional stakes of every beat. Yeah. So you God. have lived through the story and you have made these decisions and you've lived these beats. The credits then goes back and like it, it like expresses what the emotional stakes are with every character. Yeah. So like there are times where two characters are facing each other in the mm-hmm, credits mm-hmm. where they never looked at each other in the game, but emotionally they were, yeah. they were standing face to face and like everything was swirling around. This. And the yeah. art of it, because it's done in this like super cyberpunky mm-hmm. art type of way where yeah. I was like, this is, this is an entire piece of art. Yep. And like, I, I literally started messaging everyone I know that's playing this game or has played this game or mm-hmm. is going to play this game. I was like, have you rolled credits yet? You have to watch credits. You have to do this. You have to do that. I have to talk to you about this the second you yeah. fucking play it because I needed to talk about it because yeah. it was so fucking emotional and beautiful. And there's two things I need. So there's, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. There, so we watched the Game Awards mm-hmm. and... What, and Idris Elba got a nomination for a goatee for best voice acting. But I have to tell you that the fucking voice actor for So Me mm-hmm. fucking deserved it. And and this is coming from someone who is an Asterian fucking stan. Yeah. Okay. So like the the voice actor who ultimately, who voiced Asterian in Baldur's Gate ultimately won. Yeah. And I have been a stan. His, he played, he's voice act some incredible emotional Everyone beats. is great in that unnamed game but he yeah. you listen to him talk, you have to hear every word he yeah. says yeah, yeah. He, it's incredible and he very specifically has um has, has conveys a lot of emotion in a lot of places but so me in this game this character so me every range of emotion and in that end like so we are gonna get spoilery yeah we're gonna get spoilery we have to yeah we're gonna so you know if we if you haven't played it yet stop now go finish it go finish it absolutely worth it um speed up yeah maybe you'll come back in and cut what time so let's let's tell this in in order as much as we can (sighs) okay so wait i have to i have to set a fucking press preface here so this is cyberpunk spoilers Mm -hmm. too so the first time I played Cyberpunk, there's a character that dies. Mm-hmm. And because that scene was so traumatic for me and because it was so jarring, because I genuinely thought that that character was going to be like a romanceable like companion. For the rest of the game. For the rest of the game. Yeah. I like fell in love with them. Mm-hmm. And I loved them so much, more than I have ever really loved a companion character in any game I've ever played, that when they died... It broke me. Yeah. I couldn't romance any other character in that playthrough, and and ultimately, I I only drove their vehicle. I only wore their like it was wild, um, and I really went really hard. And like that's a thing that I do, you know, like autistic Jaden brain is like sure. I get really rigid on things, and so I um, when I found out I had to, that I couldn't just pick up 
a old save file to play the do DLC because they had reworked the entire skill tree and all these kinds of things I really needed to do a new playthrough. I really struggled with even wanting to do it because I knew I was going to have to do that scene again. I knew I was going to have to do the whole Evelyn um, storyline, so which was very, very brutal and for me, very traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't regret. I, w- I honestly wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah. It is one of just the... Just for Phantom Liberty. Yeah, just for Phantom Liberty. Yeah. It is one of the best single pieces of media I have ever consumed in my life. That's yeah. I, I, Honestly, it is it, just Phantom Liberty, just the chunk of it itself. Like, It's stunning. It's stunning. The missions all feel like they have weight. Like the things that you're doing. So uh, to preface this, I had a 95 hour playthrough. <laughs> I started a new playthrough and I like played 95 <laughs> yeah. hours because then again, I fell back in love with cyberpunk and I just <laughs> wanted to be in that world and hours upon hours of me just driving around listening to the fucking music. <laughs> like <laughs> if I could have a samurai record right now, <laughs> it's all I would fucking listen to. <laughs> like, so th- there's a scene where you're literally like playing concert a concert and i'm just sitting here like you can skip it and i'm just sitting here like like i'm in the fucking crowd enjoying this fucking concert because it was incredible incredible. and the song rips and the song rips and it's so like the stakes are so high for putting a song like that you know this is a big moment you know that was a big moment in the song and they fucking kill it yeah um and so i didn't I honestly, if you would have asked me three months ago if I thought I would do this, I, I would have told you no. I'd have been like, I don't I cannot live through that character dying again. I'll I'll just watch you play it. Yeah. Um and I just was like, oh well maybe I'll start maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then like watching you finish it and just being like, I have to immediately do it again. And I'm like, what? You're like, I'm gonna start another playthrough. And I'm like, what? You know, like what? Um I couldn't stop. And that was my second playthrough. Yeah, it was. It it was so. Yeah. So now we can fast forward because I really needed to set the scene for this because uh, the the stakes stakes, going in. Yeah, the stakes going in were really high for me because your expectations. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went through this to get here. Yeah, yeah, and and you know they reworked the skill tree. Items were different. You know, health items were on a cooldown. All those choices were incredible. Incredible. They they made it and. Honestly, yeah. Let's get the mechanics out of the way. So, yeah. 2.0 update. They've updated all the trees. The, there are real builds now. Yeah. Really satisfying builds. I did a yeah. melee build, yeah. which was stunning. I, I loved it. I had like a cool ass dash all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. I'm I deflecting did... bullets. I'm air dashing, yeah, coming yeah. in and stuff. There's a lot of really great melee stuff. And for me, I did for this run. I did pistol sniper. Yeah. Um. Of course, I did. Right. Sure. Um, and then once I got Johnny's pistol, I never, never used back, it. Yeah. I never used anything ever again. Yeah. I never needed to. It's so I hit, satisfying. And I, for some reason in this game, mm-hmm. am just like a pro at head at, <laughs> headshots. At fucking yeah, yeah. headshots with this pistol. Yeah. I, I'll never forget because like early in the game, you play as Johnny and you have his pistol. I'm like, I fucking need this gun. Yeah. I was like, I what do I got to do? And it's like. Yeah. End game <laughs> is like end game story mission yeah. is like when you get the fu- you finally yeah, get the yeah. fucking pistol. But I was like, th- it was yeah. So, um, and the skill trees for both of those mm-hmm. were amazing. Like yeah, they were doing satisfying. fun stuff yep. with it for sure. Every point, kind you know, there's some like oh, okay. 
But then most of them are like, cool. Oh, I can't wait to unlock that. I can't wait to unlock that. Or I can't wait to synergize this with that. The synergies are really good. Yeah. And then there's like lots of choices you can make where you can, you know, sacrifice being able to hack things to have these like crazy fucking power ups. Yeah. That like you could do instead. Which my second, my third run here, I went into like, I loved hacking. Yeah. It was satisfying. I loved the quick hacks and everything. But I was like, well, I'm going to sacrifice that and lean into this. And like, I don't regret it. It's just fun. You know, you can really, you can do a new playthrough with a completely different build and it feels like a different game. Yeah. You know, you're like, like I'm, I've done all these missions. I'm only doing gigs on this third run. Yeah. I've done them all before, but because I have a different build, they feel incredibly different. Yeah. Right. So I almost 100% the game before mm-hmm. doing this mission. So I'm like at 99. The only missions I had left were the boxing ones because I just had no interest in doing the beat-em-ups. Yeah. You know, I'm I, this isn't I a Batman for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, the one mission where you have to do all the car races, yep. I did not, I haven't done that one. Which is good. I know it's a good story. You already told me it though, so I already know it. Yeah. And no need to do it. There's no need good. for me to do it. And also, I just don't enjoy, I, I don't enjoy any type of um, racing mm-hmm. and driving in games typically um i'm terrible at it like lol when i get and when i'm driving in Fortnite, everybody's like oh fuck <laughs> um and I, I just don't enjoy it i know it's not it's not fun for me and so but i've i thought about it because like i do love the part of my brain that's like oh am i gonna 100 percent this game right. You're so, so they're still sitting there like I, I like and we're talking a hundred fucking missions i've done in yep. this game um so, yeah. So, let, let's fast forward. Let's get into this. So, you get a phone call. Yeah. And well, it's no. from So Me. That, oh, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. That is the first. Yeah. And she's like, hey, like, something important's happening. Like, come, come to Dogtown. Come Town. to Dogtown. All right. Yeah. So, you go there, and she, like, Johnny's into your your chip. Your relic. And, and yeah. now, she, Johnny can't be there, but she's there now. And she's yeah. like. So, she, like, hacks into your relic. Yes. And so she does something really fucking weird mm-hmm. where jo- she like basically pushes Johnny's subconscious aside and is right. like, hey, hi. It's me now. It's me now. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, uh, what? And this is spoilers. We're going to do all spoilers now. Yeah, because so, we need to fucking talk about this shit. So she's like, I'm on the plane with the president of, you know, yeah. their United States, whatever it is, yeah. new United States. And we're coming down to Dogtown. So come save me. Yeah. Okay. The plane's coming down. I need you to save the president. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to lead you there. Uh, you know, it's a con- we're going to control the crash. You're going to save the president, blah, 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 blah. And here's why you would do it. I'm an incredible hacker. Yeah. I'm going to fix your problem. Yeah. I- I'm going to fix the, you know, the whole premise of the game is you're dying because you have this relic, yeah. you know, and Johnny's, Johnny's slowly, taking over your yeah, body. Yeah, he's slowly yeah. taking over your body. And hey, by the way, I can fix it. And so, and then you find out later in the story what it is can fix it, why, how it can fix it, and and the stakes like become higher because she gives you like legitimate things Mm -hmm. of how and why it can be fixed. Yes. Um, And so, the thing is, is that I. So I knew from the start, there were things I knew from the start. I think, I think you remember me saying this mm-hmm. where I'm like, you made some predictions. I made some early predictions where like I was, I remember she, she guides you up to a very specific point mm-hmm. and I look at you and I say, she's bringing this plane down because she knows exactly where it's going to crash. Mm-hmm. And so that 
prediction became true. Everything else I predicted from that point on I w- was not true. Right. Or I didn't know. I right. didn't know what the fuck was going yeah, on. Yeah. So there's this like sleeper agent mm-hmm. that you, so you save the president. Somi's missing. You can't mm-hmm. find her. You don't know where she is. Um, you save the president. The president's like, hey, you got to save Somi. Yeah, you got to say she's important. You got to save her. You, she gives you this emotional plea. She says, hey, I got these sleeper agents that you can contact, you know, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And the president really sets up this idea that like she cares about Somi and mm-hmm. that's like, you know, these are my people. We don't yeah. leave our people behind right, kind right. of thing. Um, and I will never forget. I was sitting there and you have this conversation with Johnny where Johnny talks about how he was once a soldier. Yeah. Beautiful. Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember saying to myself, and I had started to do this thing where like when I, I'll like role play a character and I'll get in my head who they're going to be. So yeah. when I make choices, I'm like, what would that person do? So I had already up until this point started making choices that were like, what would Johnny do? Like, I'm just like fucking leaning into the female version yeah. of Johnny. And so there was a lot of choices in this game where like they were chaotic neutral. Yeah. Like I was going hard. Like, normally I'm like a chaotic good or and sometimes even lawful good a lot of times when I play games. But I was going chaotic neutral a hard. Like I was telling people to fuck off left yeah, and right. Yeah, you know why? Fuck these people. Well, not even in this, but like right. in my up until this point yeah. in my playthrough of even this up, character for me up until this point because you talk to the president and she like makes you an agent yeah she makes and you, you an have agent. a choice of how you accept yeah are yeah. you gonna take the vow to be and an i agent? did i did you take the vow no me neither i was yeah. like fuck this no, like uh, fuck you like fuck this you is, welcome to you. fucking night city bitch and i i remember and uh, you know it was so funny because i was like how would johnny react to this Fuck this bitch. Yeah. And so, and I, and she's I'm not like a in vow this. To the she's, government. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she's in this moment where she's like giving you this heartfelt plea of how we don't leave our people behind, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna deputize yeah. you, and you're like, and I'm like, okay, lady, fine. I'm just saving this bitch because she's gonna save me. Right. I don't give a fuck about her. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about you. And then there are there you you go through the story. You find out that Somi actually betrayed the president because she needed to get something that this person, that, that Colonel Hansen has, and he has this thing, so she made a deal with him. But really, she she had this backdoor idea that like, but she's going to contact us v, to save the president so it'll all be fine and kosher and whatever. Even though she knew she was like committing treason, it was like, but I, I got a backup plan so that the president, you know, I told Hanson I was going to deliver the president, but it's not my fucking fault if someone comes and saves yeah, her. Yeah. Um, and so you find this out, and I knew that from almost the get, right? Yeah. Um, something else is going on. Something else is going on. And so... But you're with this character, Idris Elba, who does not know that. And when he discovers it, that conversation that you have with him is the conversation that led me to make all the choices that I made. Interesting. So do you remember that? You're sitting at the the bar with him. Oh, okay. Right after. At Alex's bar? No. Oh, okay. You find so me. Yeah. He puts the pieces together because she's with Hanson. Okay. Okay. This and is then, after what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. You walk and you sit down at the bar. Yeah. And the look on his face mm-hmm. of the, the disappointment 
and the realization, because at that moment, he starts putting the pieces yep. together and you put the pieces together. Yeah. And in that choice, you have a dialogue with him. Mm-hmm. And the choice I said is, I want to trust her. Yeah. And he is like, all right, well, do it if you want. Yeah. But I wanted, I, I, at that point is when I make my turn towards Somi. And I knew from that point on. And his name is Reed, right? Reed. So up until this point, mm-hmm. like, Reed is a badass, right? You yeah. meet him, he's a fucking, fucking secret, super secret. He criticizes you for not being secret agent-y enough. Yeah, He yeah. kind of like mocks you a little he's bit. He's hot as hell. He's hot as fucking hell. And he's cool as fuck. Yeah, he's so cool. And then like, he starts dropping these little bombs. Where he dialogue, says shit, yeah. And you're just like, ooh, dude, you took the oath. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She, gave, she offered you, you a badge and you were like, You were yeah. red-pilled so hard. Yeah. And like, there's this whole complicated thing. There's another sleeper agent who's like, Almost an anti-Reed, like yeah. kind of a foil for Reed of like, I also went through what he went through and this is I how I'm out the other end it. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he, um, you know, in the NUSA betrayed him. Yeah. Like they, they, they had him, him to, the wolves. Yeah. yeah, they had him take the fall for this botched up, um, event that occurs to prevent a war, to prevent a war. Yeah. Um, and he's basically dead to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it's just beautiful. But and he's dropping these loyalist bombs. Yeah. Where you're just like, sometimes yeah. I just felt like, oh, dude, I, I don't, I don't and know so, about And you. I didn't trust him because he keeps saying things like, we got to save so me mm-hmm. and only I can save her. Only, and like all these things were like, I, so there, so let's, let's back up. So we, you, you get, there's a couple of choice points in this yes. game. So you, so me says to you, hey, you're going to do this mission. Um, where you're going to come to me and we're going to get this relic thing or this thing, out, whatever, and that we are going to unlock it. And when we get it, we're going to escape. Mm-hmm. And it, and then I'm going to boost off to the moon and then it's going to cure me and then I'm going to contact you and it's going to cure you. Yeah. And so you are doing this mission and one of the first choice beats you get mm-hmm. is Reed says to you, hey, listen, he, you can knock her out mm-hmm. um, because we need to save her. Yeah. We, we can save her. We, she doesn't need to go to the moon. Mm-hmm. We can save her. And you get to have a conversation with Johnny. Do you remember this conversation? Mm-hmm. And you ask Johnny like what he would do. And he's like, they are both playing you. Yeah. And I knew it in yeah. my heart to be true. But I knew that their reasons for playing me were different and their motivations for playing me were different. And I did the what would Johnny do is what I decided. Interesting. And so I did, so I just chose to believe, to go with Somi all the way. Yeah. And um, it's this emotional journey after that choice mm-hmm. uh, of well, just. there's the moment of truth. Yeah. Where it literally says betray Reed or betray so me. So me. Yeah. And that sets the rest of the ending. And I don't know what the other endings are. Cause I, I haven't looked them up. Have you looked them up? Do you know what they mm-hmm. are? Okay. You do. Well, we so can go over it. But uh, so this emotional fucking roller coaster that you go on of a story mission is basically just setting up this nice little conclusion like wrapped in a bow of how this is going to end. Um, 
And it's just the stakes get it, keep getting higher and higher and higher. And yeah, well, part of what makes what's beautiful. Well, so what is masterful about all of this is that every single character is flawed. Yeah, everyone has made a lot of choices here that have cost people lives. Yeah, including so me, including us, including us, yeah. of course. That's the stakes of the world. I'm a little liberal with yeah. that, but. But a lot, like people died in that plane crash. No, but, but babe, there's a scene when you're on the train with her and mm-hmm. she's like divulging I, everything. Yeah, yeah, to we're you. gonna get there. We're okay, gonna get there. Okay, but yeah. but this is what I mean is that there was a point in that mm-hmm. where she talks about making bad choices. Yeah. And you can pick from a list of bad choices you've made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm crying at this point because of course I'm choosing you know, yeah, the, 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 the one, the one mm-hmm. that the reason why I didn't want to play this fucking game again. And like, and the thing that sat with me as a character playing this game again. And so you that's what I meant when I said that, that like being able to relate to her and say like, Hey, listen, mm-hmm. we all fuck up. We all betray our friends and we betray mm-hmm. people. And like she, and that's when she tells you that she's betrayed you also. Yeah, that there isn't a second cure. There isn't a second it's cure. A it's just use. a one-time use, so it on, can only cure her. And she tells you this yeah. before and, you you could you could walk away at this point. So yeah. there are options. So she after tells that. you. Yeah. So yeah, she tells you. So so you rescue her. You go through this crazy mission. You're killing people left mm-hmm. and right. The NUSA is basically like commandeering this night city airport which yeah. is like an international crime because yeah. like th- th- it's how not their jurisdiction it's not their yeah. jurisdiction night city owns like it's mm-hmm. supposed to be this wild neutral space or whatever mm-hmm. and so like the night city like securities fighting in usa you're mm-hmm. trying to like get so me to this plane to leave or the shuttle to go to the moon or whatever and it's wild journey you're like seek- sneaking around at points and, and whatever but all of the time you're watching so me slowly deteriorate mm-hmm. and there's just these scenes where like where you first see her and she's this upright and her back is tall and she's this like you know proud and confident character and by the end of it her entire body she's slumped over forward like she's she's falling apart she's falling apart she's like they they did this incredible thing where there's this one scene where you're following her and they've made her look like she's just a fucking robot mm-hmm. that she's not a human anymore like her there's, fingers yeah. are her uh, the, because so much of her body is cyberware mm-hmm. and so sh- her fingers are just moving in these like mm-hmm. jittering motions like she's a fucking yeah. evil Creating villain yeah like it's drained yeah so we're on this fucking train. I'm crying because she's divulging the truth to me. You can see it in her face and in her voice. And this is what I mean by this voice actor deserves a fucking award. She is slowly fucking losing her humanity. And she's telling, she tells you that like she's, she has, she's mere minutes away from surviving and getting away with this heist and lying to everyone and betraying you. And she makes the choice to tell me. And I will tell you that's the moment that made me make my choice Mm -hmm. because she tells you, then you have two, two choices. You can either now help her still, or you can call Reed and say, Hey Reed, like come get her. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because you get a call from Reed and he's like, listen, I can save her. 
I can save her. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Um, and he really sells it so well. But for me, I have been making choices based off Johnny, like how Johnny would react. And so I've gotten little snippets of dialogue that are very like, no, fuck you to him, right? And so you overhear this conversation between him and the president where he's like basically saying like, I'm gonna, like you need to do whatever it takes. And he's like, I understand, like understood, like he knows what it needs to be done. Yeah. And that, because she's committed treason. And then you get to see the side of the president that the president has been committing these crimes through Song Me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Me at Songbird. Mm-hmm. And she has been using Songbird to like break through the black wall, which is a, an a absolute crime. crime. And to like do all these like really powerful, crazy fucking shit. Yeah. And um, that would start a war. That would start a war yeah. if the news got out. And so that's why, and that the president never really fucking cared about So Me. She's just a piece on the board. She did not want So Me to to expose her crimes. And so, and the last thing the president says that you see the character say is try not to put a bullet in her head. Mm -hmm. Like... So we can ID the body. Well, no. Because my guess is that they have cyberware in her that helps her get through the black wall uh, okay. and all this kind of stuff that yeah. they want to be able to re- yeah. recreate that for another net mm-hmm. runner. And so, okay. right, right. Right. So the, the, pre- the, the implication is that kill her if you must, but mm-hmm. don't destroy the hardware. Right. That's and where so, I, that's what I care about. Yeah. That's what I care about. So, and, and his, and this week, her going like, Hey, this isn't easy for me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I don't believe you for a second, but she's doing to read what Reed does to everyone else where yeah. he does, he ties all of this to emotional need or plea, you know? Yeah. And he's also manipulate. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like this he is where is, he got it. from. So, and know? here's the thing. I think part of this, right. Is like growing up, like being able to spot and notice manipulation yep. yeah. that I could smell it from a mile away from mm-hmm. him that he was just being very, he was being so manipulative mm-hmm. And he may have felt responsible for her. Yes. That's the beauty of it, is that it could also be true. It could be true. But it's also He's lying manipulation. to you. Yeah, he's yeah. lying to you. Because yeah. you know, or I, I am assuming mm-hmm. that he's going, well, I do know. because So let's fast forward a little bit. Yeah. So you, I, I make the choice. I don't call Reed. Yep. I'm walking her to the plane. He steps out the shuttle. Yep. It's just... And he says, he keeps saying, I can save her. Set her down now. You don't Mm -hmm. need to do this. She can come with me. I can. And then I keep choosing the fuck you. Mm -hmm. Do you hear yourself? What are you fucking talking about? She's going to be, she'll be fine. Let me get on that plane. And finally he breaks and he says, she needs to pay for her treason. Is that the same dialogue you got? Because Mm -hmm. I I kept saying the same thing. Okay. So we, you want to know what's really fucking wild, babe? Mm. There's like, 20 different dialogue choices yeah. up until this point. And I think you and I made the exact same yeah. fucking choices. Yeah. Cause and, by this time I had decided. Yeah. And, and I didn't believe anything he said. And I yeah. don't know. Cause so you can, you'll get to tell me what the act, like what happens mm-hmm. otherwise, if you don't choose these things, but there's like, like, it is true, so me committed treason and it is true that she like fucked up really hard. But I thought I could not forget that. Like, she was a I'm teenager. a fucking street rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking hood rat mm-hmm. kid 
doing hood rat shit with my friends. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about the mistakes you've yeah. made. But the game sets the stakes up so high that makes you want to choose the lawful good, yeah. right? And so you want to choose the lawful good. And the way that Reed says it over and over again, not that like we're going to arrest her. He says, I can save her. Mm -hmm. He keeps saying that over and over again, which is the lawful good of like, well, you know, we want to save her and she needs to pay for her crimes. Right. right? And so that I could definitely understand people making that choice. Mm -hmm. It was not the character I was playing and the like little a cab heart of mine. So I, so I get to that point and like, you could just draw your weapon on him, but I keep trying to like see I if I can. Cr- do this, I don't yeah. want to do this. I don't want to shoot you. Can mm-hmm. you? And like, I want to talk him through him, and he keeps trying to manipulate you. And on the very last time, he cracks, and it's so subtle, but it's so beautiful, mm-hmm. where he says she needs to pay for her crimes, yeah. and that's when you know he doesn't fucking want to save her. Yeah. He wants her to pay for her crimes, and that at the end of the day, yeah. he's a fucking loyal dog. Yeah. And that's all that he cares about. He doesn't mm-hmm. actually care about song so me. Fucking Dogtown, baby. Yeah, Dogtown. Fuck! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. We both just had this revelation. So, and so, then So, the what the the tempo of that moment is incredible. Yeah, because it's timed. Because there are timings to your things and it's uh, it feels like it's tense. like getting it's tenser tense. and tenser because yeah. the options What's beautiful is the options become more and more limited where you can say something, say something, say something, draw your weapon. Say something, say something, holster your weapon, draw your weapon. Say something, holster, holster. So they are, it it like is all, everything is crashing down around you. Yeah, and it's tense. You are running out of time and you need to make a fucking decision. Yeah. So what decision did you make? I chose to shoot him in the fucking head. I shot this motherfucker so fast. Well, so yeah, we both did it. I tried. I don't. I tried. I didn't want to shoot you, Reed. Um, And there's lots of things, like I said, that led me up to making that choice. You put so me on, and again, you get all these like little dialogue choices that you could have with her, where like. She tells you, and you can be like, fuck you. And yeah. still, you can still make all these choices, but say, mm-hmm. fuck you. And I just say to her, yeah. uh, there's like at the very end, you can say, like, oh, I hope you're like, blah, 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 like, or fuck you or whatever. And then the last choice I made was happy trails. Yeah. And so, for, you know, for me, my motivation for that, la- that last couple mm-hmm. steps, I just kept thinking, like, one of us is going to make it out of here alive. Yeah. And I mean, like, the whole, whole game, yeah. not just this. Like, yeah. there's a chance for you and you. I'm going to see like one of, wow. I didn't even, yeah, yeah. that was that. And then you have the scene with Johnny. Yeah. And I feel that V and Johnny feel the exact same way. Well, and that, so, and this is, I think is because we made the choice we made Yes. because I don't know if that scene goes exactly the same. I don't know. either. I don't think it does. And I'll tell you why is because Johnny shows up at different beats Mm -hmm. and you have conversations with him at different points about like what's happening and stuff like that and and how he feels and who he is. And, and at this end, and it's this beautiful scene where you're watching this rocket go up. So it's like echoing my childhood of growing up on the space coast and watching rockets go up and it's beautiful. It's just so fucking beautiful. And you're sitting there and you're processing it with Johnny and he's like, Say and he's just like, you know, ah, uh, you know, uh, why'd you do what you did? And 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 
you finally get to challenge Johnny's worldview. Yeah. And I just look him in the fucking face and I say to him, he's like, I wonder why I could never do what she did. And it's like, because you only ever cared about the crowd, pleasing mm-hmm. people, what pe- the image, the image that you had. And he just slumps into the bench and he goes, you're right. After and the whole fucking game. After the whole game of him being like, fuck, fuck you, you yeah. fuck this, like you're mm-hmm. such a fucking pussy. Yeah. Why can't like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I got subtle cracks of him like yes. because of choices there's that I made. There's moments, yeah. There's, a, like, there's so- a moment with him where he goes like, I think you did this because I think yeah. the fridge moment where yeah, he goes, I've never been around someone long enough to be a friend. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm, I've been around long enough with you where you were friends. Yeah. And it broke his heart. It's you know, bro- yeah. beautiful. Yeah. This game is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Like this game, had it been, had this game come out when now yeah, instead of, now. Yeah, instead yeah. of three years ago, I think it would have been, strong strong goatee contender for me because it truly is a stunning game but this this little nugget of a dlc though gave my number one a run for its money which you know is gonna it's fucking hard Hard to do do. very hard to do um and but johnny's that that just to put a pin in that that one or to close that loop johnny going like maybe you're right Mm -hmm. i didn't have what she had yeah I didn't have the guts. Yeah. Like I didn't have the, I didn't have the, the guts. Will, determination. Yeah. I exactly to what to says, fucking to betray through. everyone around yeah. me for my own survival. Yeah. Um, and that's what she, and she did. She really, I mean, yeah. she did. She Not played everyone. Not a person everyone. wasn't burned. Not yeah. a person wasn't burned so she could survive. Mm-hmm. And he admired that in her. Yeah. And I admired that in her. Yeah. And, and because I chose to trust her and I chose to still at the end, like be a little bit of Johnny, but also a little bit of who I am as a person. Yeah. Um, it allowed for that nuance. Yeah. It there was, are three options that you can say at some of those points. In yeah. Varying degrees and like, yeah, you get to, you get to really decide how you want to feel about it. Yeah. And it, it changes the weight of the tension, how that ending plays out. Mm-hmm based off of which of those choices you have because your emotional involvement in it at that point is either anger, right? Mm-hmm. Or like sadness or like it just... But or just the, love, really. Yeah, love. And I... Because you just... I mean, like I said, if one of us is going to make it. Yeah. Like, I don't even care how we got to this moment. Like, yeah. I'm going to put you I in don't the even fucking ca- shuttle. I'm yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When I'm carrying her, yeah. I was literally thinking like, I don't care what I have to fucking do at this point. Yeah. Like... You're fucking. You're getting, you're getting it. Like, shuttle. wake the fuck up, bitch! You're getting yeah, in this yeah, shuttle. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're you. I you're like, yeah. and I just loved that. I loved it. it. Was so fucking beautiful, and the music and the tension, and you're just sitting there watching the rocket launch with Johnny in silence after you've processed it with him. And I am just still reeling from it because then these beautiful fucking credits roll. It so I'm like trying. It cuts to black. Absolute banger credit scene. Credit scene, and you're and just I- like. And you're just sitting there processing what you just fucking yeah. did as this beautiful, like, Because how long is that? Five that, minutes? F- uh, that, I mean. From the train to, yeah. to a shooting read? Yeah. It, uh, it's five minutes? It, like, it's quick. It's like that. And you're yeah. just like. I, Everything goes so fast. And what's. So I, I watch the credits. I, like, you know, load back into the world or whatever. And I'm just like. I then go through what I thought about everyone. The choices I made. 
And I walked away and I go, Jaden needs to finish this. Yeah. But I walked away going like, I don't regret a goddamn decision no, I, I made. I don't either. Me neither. I, I don't and either. And I can't believe it because yeah. every decision was so high stakes that I was like, I may have done something different, but I walked away going, no. Yeah. Fuck those people. We got I, yeah. her on the shuttle. You That's know? how I felt yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because there are so many things and like this is a true testament to how yeah. and why we got married so quickly is that yeah. there are just conversations that we had about our moral compasses. Sure that were just so defined yeah. and we just, and just, there's no compromise because we were like, I think we knew we wanted to have kids or whatever. Yeah. So it's like when those are, there was no compromise. Yeah. We didn't need to, we, yeah. we, every single thing of how we wanted to be as people who we wanted to raise, how we wanted to raise them. There was never a time where we didn't we weren't 100% on the same page yeah. and and i think a big part of that is our moral compasses are mm-hmm. are aligned very yeah. similarly yeah. um we are fierce like advocates for the oppressed right mm-hmm. or like we just be- we have that belief system that guides us in a way that is also how we would raise a ch- child yeah. and a lot of people don't know this about me but like up until literally marrying you i didn't want kids mm-hmm. And I didn't. And um, ha- it was through yeah, me, having, me too. having conversations with you about what it would be like to raise our child and like what, yeah. you know, our, our upbringings and the, and the things that we had gone through. I started to see this like glimmer of like the things that I feared about raising a child hmm. um, were kind of just kind of like washed away. Yeah. And because you were the right person. You're you like, know, oh, yeah. And yeah. and I've I've told you this, but like before we got married, I, I thought anyone and everyone would want to have a family with you. Me? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, oh, you're a catch. Like, am I? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but that that's the that's the realization. I mean, okay. I was like, oh, that's a catch. Well, I'm dating a catch. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, I'd love to have a family with her. But everyone would, you know. And then it's like I don't know if that's the, to that. Well, I was talking to a friend, and I told them that. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Oh, but anybody would." And there was a long silence. And that's when I was like, "Oh, that's how I feel." Yeah, yeah. And so I need to act on this. <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, "Oh, it needs to happen." Then, yeah. like, "Oh, I need to do this because oh, that's yeah. how I feel." Andrew. Yeah, yeah. You. That's not people. I'm not talking about people. <laughs> I feel that way. And so yeah. that's, it, it moved pretty quickly from there, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I think we were like wa- weeks in, you were walking around and being like, I'm going to fucking marry this girl. Marry this person. Um, yeah. So our moral compasses are so aligned and we're often making very similar choices and things because we, uh, we come out on the other end yep. that even maybe sometimes our motivations are a little bit different, you mm-hmm. know, but we come out making that same well, choice. Well, that's why I wanted you to play this sequence because I was like, you really, I, honestly, because it could go lots of it different ways. It could go ways. lots of different ways. And I was and like, I could have made lots of different choices yeah. that, like, I could look back on and be like, oh, I mean, I could see, mm-hmm. I could see me pl- role playing a little bit differently, yeah. playing a chaotic good. Mm-hmm. If I would have play, p- played a chaotic good, mm-hmm. I maybe would have given read, her to read at the very end. Right. Because a chaotic good. Mm-hmm. Would have said, would have really believed him when he said, right. "I can save her. 
Mm-hmm. It's not too late. And for the, it's for her good or whatever. It's for her good, yeah. yeah. But I was so chaotic neutral, mm-hmm. and I was so like playing into that feeling of Johnny as well of like, no, fuck these people, you know? And like, I chose her, I'm choosing her to the end. Yes. There's no being wishy-washy, yeah. like, you know, like, I'm, this is, because that's who Johnny is, very rigid. And you say to her, like, you could have told me this. You could have told, helped you. I would have helped you. I didn't you. need to know there was another. I didn't need to yeah, know, yeah, yeah. 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 But she didn't know that Of about course, us. because and of the world she was in. And I think that that's why she tells you in the end, because she realizes yeah. that you would help her no matter what. Yeah. Even though the game gives you the choice to mm. betray her at that end. Yeah. And so well, I you know, need to you, know. Go on, go on. I want to know because you looked up. No, so what I realized is I looked up these endings. Mm. I don't know what happens to So Me if you give her up. I only yeah. know what happens to V. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. okay with not knowing. Okay. Um, I'm okay with not knowing because I don't want to add any moral complications to how I feel about this ending. Maybe later, like at another time oh, or another play to happen or whatever. Or yeah. like, could, could she have still been saved and right. still answered for the treason and all, are all, is any of that piece true? Well, that's complicated. That's complicated. Because she was recruited as a teenager mm-hmm. and didn't know anything else the rest of her life. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah there's like, yeah, which, you that's, know. That's, that's oh, criminal mean, in itself. Hmm. Is, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you know. It's so like targeting teenagers for recruitment is is you know immoral something yeah. like that i don't know yeah mm-hmm. and luring them in with the yeah, okay yeah. anyway <laughs> we're getting into deep into our uh personal beliefs but <laughs> well that so, was number two folks for you but number one for me yeah that bullet. was my number two yeah that was my number two with a bullet because <laughs> even now like i'm kind of like shaking like yeah. talking about it because and i cannot stress this enough that i know that the things that we've talked about today have been really like kind of flat when we're you know when we're talking about a story it just kind of sounds like a a played out story you know of betrayal a trope but you gotta play it because the tension is so real Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful and it's dark The, the the acting is incredible that end five minute sequence is some of the most beautiful fucking media i've mm-hmm. ever consumed and I, I like yeah and it really can't be done in any other medium because you've just spent that's a meaty dlc yeah it's like 15 to 20 hours i think uh, m- or more or more like if you especially so if you do time everything with these characters yeah right oh a beautiful part of this right mm-hmm. is you have friends from the main story yeah and you can text each other and stuff and like you can be like Hey, I'm like a secret agent yeah. for the US. And it's like those little like slice of life moments are in yeah. this game as well that I just yeah, absolutely Yeah, I do adore. love I love there are like lots of things that I love about this game, but yeah. I do love that like when like you can stay in contact with people because they're just in your phone and you could just call them and they call you mm-hmm. and they text you and they give you updates yeah. about the missions that you've done or the mm-hmm. things that you've done and and there are some I mean, so within this DLC mm-hmm. There are like 10 gigs and like mm-hmm. si- side missions you can be doing that, that have are all interconnected. And, well, not all of them. Some of not them are just yeah, yeah. in the fucking yep. world. Yep. And they're just stories in the world mm-hmm. that themselves are fucking incredible. Yes. Like, and have weight into the world. Well, you know, Mr. Hands or whatever? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love So, him. wait. Because I want to know something. Okay. Who do you think it is that called her and set up that shuttle? 
Because I think it's hands. It has to be, right? Because she just the way she described yeah. him in the nice suit and the blue eyes, I was mm-hmm. like, it's hands, isn't it? Did you because walk in on him where he was on the phone with someone? With his wife, and yeah. he'd listen to it. And it's his daughter. It's his daughter. His daughter, yeah. 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 And it's like, they don't ever bring that up again. Never. And it's mm-hmm. beautiful. And what's going on? And you, up until this point, up until that point, after you've done it, all these missions for him that mm-hmm. basically change the politics, the politics in, of, Dogtown, of Dogtown in his favor, mm-hmm. then he'll finally meet you in person. But like yeah. his picture, when you call him, you don't see his face. His face is in shadow. So because yeah. no one knows what he looks like, you and so you finally get to meet him, which is why he's called Mister Hands. But the, you finally get to meet him, and it is. A plus, babe. It's so good. This game it's so is funny. so yeah. fucking good. Yep. So I think that he wants dirt on, because that's who he is. He's a fixer. Yep. Um, he wants dirt on the president because he's climbing, he's yep. climbing he has, the ranks. Yeah. And he has, he has like ambition. Yeah. Ambition. And, and, and I just... Well, was, so all of those gigs and meeting him have a play yes. yeah, on the yep. main story and the politics post, post-credits. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we could, I mean, right, we could just, just keep talking about this game forever. It's incredible. It yeah. is my number two. Not to mention it come out the in crucifixion another. you take part in in oh the main game. Oh, my God. We don't have to get into it. We don't have, we can't. Yeah. We cannot we'll get into it. We'll be here all night. There's but. this fucking side <laughs> mission. What a fucking st- What a fucking. And the way, uh, the way that. I'm sitting in the car and you you just walk by and you go, Oh, Oh, this fucking mission. And I'm just like, what? It's just, it's like, seems like like a no, like seems like fucking nothing. It then goes on to be a fucking (laughs) wild. It's so wild. Okay. We got it. We got to move on because now we're, that's my number one with a bullet. I absolutely adore that game. That's my number. I will play it again. At some point. I am playing it again. You are. So let's get to it. Jaden's number one. Lay it my on My number one. My number one, which again, tragic that I didn't get to make your list because mm-hmm. you didn't finish a playthrough. Because I'm like I 25, think, 30 hours in. So here's my yep. thing. You're gonna finish, you're gonna keep you're gonna finish this game mm-hmm. into 2024. Oh, it'll be on my list then. <laughs> Do I think it's gonna be on your list. Okay. Because it should be. Yeah. Um, so my game of the year, um, unsurprising to no to no one is Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. So, <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Um, so, for those of you who cannot see me, mm-hmm. I am wearing a <laughs> uh, Baldur's Gate um, cat NPC. Like, it's a, all of the... All the, your party members. All your party cat members form. in cat form <laughs> that Andrew got me for Christmas. And I'm drinking out of a, a water bottle that has a Baldur's Gate, like, D&D. Sword Coast logo. Yeah, Sword Coast logo on it. Drinking my water. Mm-hmm. So, let's fucking dig into this game this is a fucking game okay so you are in act, act two. two you I just, just got, got into act two act oh, one jesus could be its christ. own game yeah yeah jesus christ babe <laughs> so let's there's a lot for me to unpack and we'll i will stop it at act two because we're okay. there yeah. there and you know definitely gonna have be some mild spoilers because there's not a lot we need to spoil in sure. this game honestly for us to talk about it but i'm gonna set some stages here okay so, Baldur's Gate is made by Larian Studios, which made my previous CRPG goatee, which was, you know, um, the Divinity Original Sins. So, one and or then, two. One well, or two. two, one my, was my favorite, okay. but made both of them. Sure. Um, Larian made both of them. Um, and um, 
Baldur's Gate is, you know, one of the OG um, CRPGs, um, you know, and it just is, it's just a, they are, the Baldur's Gate games are games that I truly love. I like truly, truly, truly love them. And there are story beats in them that reward you for knowing the lore and knowing the world and knowing you know, things about Baldur's Gate and knowing D&D lore. It, mm. it really rewards you in this game to know those things. Um, and there's just beautiful moments in this game. And my absolute favorite thing about it is that, like, I have a friend of mine who had an 80-hour playthrough. Loved the game. Mm-hmm. Thought it was great. Didn't feel like they missed anything. Like, went from start to finish. Did their story washed their hands, was done, rolled credits, had a great time. My playthrough was 180 hours. (laughs) My first playthrough, because I'm in my second one now. Um, And I did everything. Um, But but I'm also one of those weird completionists in games like this, where I got to zoom into the map to see if there's any little areas I haven't gone to yet, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm exploring fucking everything. So I'm finding every little nook and cranny and every little weird fucking place. And like, I'm really getting rewarded for it because a lot of the stories and the quests are intertwining. And if you do everything, you you get rewarded by these crazy story beats that are important. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know you're missing them, you don't know what you're missing. Mm -hmm. So, so, and I can't, I can't spoil it for you because you're, you're not even in act three. So we will go, we will go through it when we get there again. I have a good example of this. If, if you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you come across a, a goblin outpost and mm-hmm. in this outpost is a windmill. <laughs> yes. And some people, and on tied to this windmill is a little gnome guy. Mm-hmm. Some people may, you know, attempt to save this little gnome guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I accidentally sneak around the back because mm-hmm. they're there. He's being tortured by these goblins and he's on a windmill and it's spinning round and round. I ever the rogue sneak behind the windmill. I then go in, and in this windmill, there are a few switches. Mm-hmm. One says, I, I forget what they one say. One says stop, and the other one says, like, speed up. Speed up, basically. Like, it doesn't say exactly that, but it's yeah. pretty obvious what it is. Like, left and right. I, yeah. I, you know, I'm like, you just oh, pull well, the first fucking well, this lever. switch must save this little gnome, and then we'll yeah. go from there. And the windmill speeds up, and this little gnome. Flies off into oblivion and dies. He's dead and dies. As far as I know, yeah. I then like. I watched this happen, by yeah. the way, and I say to you, like, I, I, I you <laughs> might want to load, and yeah. you're like, no, I'm, no. I'm sticking with the choices I made. I was like, yeah. okay. I then sneak back out, <laughs> and I like, and that's the last I know of this gnome. And you would never know yeah. that this gnome has an entire fucking storyline <laughs> yeah. that, like, an important one, yeah. but that, like, 
if you don't know you're missing it, you don't know you're missing it. And his story's beautiful. Yeah. And this is indicative of this game. Yeah. And why it is so important and beautiful and kind of revolutionary. And, and it really rewards, it is revolutionary, mm-hmm. because it really does reward playing it again and again and again. And there are a lot of people that I know that don't like to play games again because it's like, well, I already did the thing. I don't need to do the thing again. Mm-hmm. But this game... You could play it five different times and yep. have five completely different experiences with this game, especially if you're not the kind of person to go down every nook and cranny and yep. to really like really dig deep with some of the shit that I did. Mm-hmm. You could just easily miss things. Yeah. In so this your game. friend only played for eight hours. Eight hours. Yeah. And there was something that. He, you told him like, oh, well, what about this? No, I sent him this meme. So yeah. there was this like, uh, I don't know, one of these TikToks that was like things you might have missed. And it mm. was like, I don't know, 15 things from Baldur's Gate. And I was like, oh, I did all of that. Yeah. And I sent it to him and he's like, I did none of this. He's <laughs> like, hours. Yeah. He's like, I didn't, I didn't experience any of this. And it's just so, and it's like tiny little things where it's like, oh, you know, like you could have an owlbear cub and you could right. have this and you can have that. And you, they're like, what? It's like, <laughs> I didn't know. Um, and I did all of that. And so, so can I tell you, cause I didn't kill the mother. Oh, but I found that little cub and the, interesting. Yeah. Well, Okay. The goblins in the goblin camp killed the mother. Oh. I then animal handled the little guy. So I now. wonder if you don't get to the cave before, if you go to the goblin camp before you go to the cave, that's all, it's already. I went to the cave and I found Yeah, them. I went to the cave first. But oh. I didn't engage with them. I just found them. Yeah, you I just even, found I, them I and animal left. spoke to them and she was, and the mom was yeah, like, get the, get the fuck, fuck out of here. Yeah. I was like, you oh, got it. Yeah. I'm backing out because I'm living with my decisions and I was like, you can talk to animals in this game. By the way. Uh, by the way, talk to every fucking every single animal. So, yeah. and this isn't this is the point I want to make. I'm 15 hours in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'd like to kill some bandits. Those look like bandits, and I hover oh over my them. God. Oh they my all God. have names. Every character in this game has a name. Every single person every... has a name and relationship with someone you haven't met yet. Yeah. This happens yeah. over and over again. And, like I there are no 90. people to just murder. So even the goblins have names and so, shit. Yeah. Every single and, and you'll even get to this when you get to Baldur's Gate and there's yeah. hundreds <laughs> of people. Um, I had a panic attack. Yeah. Um, because I am a talk to every do person, every do thing, every yeah. single thing. Um, it was funny because I was talking to Paul about this too, yeah. and we were both like had the exact same like panic attack. <laughs> we're like, oh, that person has a name. That person has a name. Um, but then you come to realize the beauty of it is that. Like, it truly is, like, every single person, like, is a person. Yeah. And voice acted. And they, yeah. and sometimes their conversations are minimal, but, like, they are grounded in the world, you yeah. know? Like, things that are happening or things that, that, are, that are going on are relevant to their lives. And, like, they're, and, and there truly are. You could talk to 20 of them and it's nothing. There's nothing mm-hmm. there. But then you get to one and it's just one more little story that you yep. get to. Now there's one that has led to another mission and now you're doing another thing. And and um, there's, so it's really funny. I, I don't know if I told you this. So like my first playthrough, um, I was a half elf. Um, mm-hmm. And so there are multiple ways to get into the goblin camp. Ultimately, like you can sneak in and, and, and you can fight your way in. Mm-hmm. But in my second playthrough, I played as a female drow. 
Okay. And the thing about drow is like they're not out in the daylight a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like they're not out and about just walking around in the daytime. And so, or like above ground, like the drow. So like very specifically. Are the drow, am I going somewhere with drow in the act two? Or the drow are important in act two? No. Okay, go on. So I, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point is that there is a character which, you know, now, because we're getting a light spoily, mm-hmm. um, Menthara, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is like basically a leader in this goblin camp, and she's right. a female drow. So <laughs> when all the goblins see me as my female drow character, and because they like make the mental connection that like, oh, a female drow out in the daytime, like, oh, this must be Menthara. They all just think I'm Menthara, Whoa. and they will follow my command to do whatever I want. So in my drow run for the fucking windmill, I just walk up to them, and they're like, yes, my lady, and mm-hmm. I'm like, leave. And they're like, okay, bye, <laughs> and they just leave. Wow. And like, I walk up to the goblin camp expecting that I have to like fucking fight my way in or whatever, and they just I just walk up there like, Oh my! La- I didn't know you were here, my lady. Come right on in, and I'm like, everyone just thinks I'm in Thara because I'm a female drow. But imagine the fucking like dialogue tree spreads that yes. the forward thinking they had to do to have that be an option. Mm-hmm. Of all the different races yeah. yep. and all the different things that you could choose that they account for in this game are yeah. fucking, it's buck wild. Yeah, like the first time you play through that, you would never think that mm. would happen. No! That's what this game is doing. And yeah. and the, and I, and I, I'm in a couple of different groups where people just like post shit and they're mm. like, this is my 10th playthrough and I'm playing as this. Look at this weird dialogue choice mm-hmm. that came up at this beat. And yeah. it's like so many times they account for um, a, a, an extra dialogue choice or an extra choice that you can make or an extra thing that could kind of change how characters act or react or treat you. Yeah. Like it's just incredible. It's an incredible piece of media. Um, <laughs> I, so I uh, to the Goblin Camp, I just persuaded my way in. Yeah, you just roll. You just, just rolled high. Rolled high enough, in. and then so I'm just roaming around. There's a party. There's a bard. Yeah, I like interrupt, and they're like, "Well, you know, you've ruined him. I'm gonna take him to prison." Yeah, Valu. And then I just like follow them, and I'm like, everyone's just like, "Hey, have a party," you know. And I'm just talking to whoever, and then I follow. I'm gonna. Like, I gotta save this bard, and uh, I follow them to the prison, and like, no one's around except for like the guard, and I'm a rogue with sneak attack, mm-hmm. so I'm like. Well, and these goblins, I'm like, they're not that tough. I could probably one-shot them. Mm-hmm. So I just one-shot the guard, free the dude. <laughs> like, okay, and nobody's panicked. I'm like, okay. I move to the next room. There's like some weird demon dude, and I'm just Okay, like, by the way, did you do his? Did you just kill him? No. Who? The, the guy in the next room. Yeah, who's like doing a thing. I just mm-hmm. killed him. Okay. I one shot Now him. I got to tell you about, this is what okay. I mean. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what I fucking So I'm like, well, oh, we hang on. Stop. Me, okay, no, no, on, no. Man. We have to stop here. Okay. I just so one shot him. You one shot and kill him? Yeah. Okay, so let me tell you what happens if you walk in and, and, and you have a conversation <laughs> okay. with him. So you have a conversation with this guy mm-hmm. and he like swears by like the god of pain and you can like read up on like there's some like little books about you know know, like that's your deity and your deity of pain and whatever and you can go through this sequence with him where he's neutral and then Mm. you say well he's like he has like this thing and he you can have him flog you 
So you, it's your bare back and he's yeah. flogging you and you're just like, you have to roll up a fucking check yeah. to pass it to not show a grimace of pain. Yeah. And then you, and you can keep asking him for more and more and more okay. and you can do it to conclusion. And if you pass every single check, he then becomes favorable to you and like is no longer aggro to you. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, like you're great. Love you. Mm -hmm. Don't have to fight him. So even if you aggro everybody, once you start aggroing people, he's just not there anymore. He just like flees. He wasn't like there for me. I never had to fight him. Right. Um, even when I ended up fighting the entire goblin camp, but that sequence was so fucking buck wild because you walk in and you're basically just like, yeah, I'm a fucking masochist. Let's go. (laughs) And he's like a sadist and he's hating, flogging you over and over again. And you keep like saying like, like you fucking pussy. Like, you know, you can't hit me. I, I've yeah. dealt with things harder than you're like, yeah, I just walked in and one shot him, yeah. kept moving on. And I'm like, this is an entire, like, thing, yeah. this is this whole fucking sequence you get with this guy. I will say this game is very kink positive. Oh, there's 100. nothing you can't do. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. I fucked everybody. Yeah. yeah. So I love this game. I have to, t- I don't know if I told you about this, but I'm going to do a light spoil on a, um, Character. sexual in- encounter okay. that you can have in act three. Okay. So you I get to this. you I so I have screenshots of every single character that I had sex with in this game. Um, <laughs> These are your panties nailed to the wall. Yeah, every single one. I ugh, love this game. Yeah. Um, and it was real. This game was made for me. Like part of. So let me set up the backdrop because okay. so this ga- game comes out six days after Starfield, and I tell <laughs> myself. Okay, so two things. I mean, I knew I was going to play Baldur's Gate 3. I knew I was going to love it. I told myself I was going to make it a 2024 game because I've been waiting 10 years for Starfield. I've been waiting a long time for Baldur's Gate, but not 10 years. I mean, it's been 10 years since the last Baldur's... I mean, it's been longer than that probably for the last Baldur's Gate. And I think Divinity probably, I don't know, 2017? Right, right, right. Whatever, whenever that game came out. So, you know, Larry, I had some injecting Larian into my veins and whatever, but... I have been waiting 10 years since the whispers of Starfield for a fucking fallout in space. And we could do an entire other podcast (laughs) about the disappointment of my life that was Starfield and why I did not make our lists or any Any lists. lists. Um, It's so funny because I like went to go text our friend Christian who we t- I talk yeah. about gig video games with all the time and, and we both slight, start lightly testing the waters of how the other one feels yeah. about Starfield and we're and I'm just like fuck this game and he's in all caps like we're all capsing yeah. back and forth he's like fuck this fucking game he's like I've never I bought an Xbox for this game I returned to the Xbox he's like talking about he's yeah. like fuck this game so I originally I was going to wait. So I start playing Starfield. I'm hot and cold with Starfield. And then Larian at some point releases trailer of you getting to fuck a bear. And every person I know (laughs) starts sending me messages like, this is your game, isn't it? Like, you're going to (laughs) really love this game, aren't you? And I'm like, this is my fuck. I got to fuck the bear. And so I am like, so I was like, okay, there's no way. There's no fucking way I can wait to play this game. And um, rightfully so, because it is now my favorite game I've ever played in my entire life. It is not only goatee material of the year yeah, for me. It is now all-timer. my all-time favorite game I yeah. have ever played. And tiny, tiny, tiny bit of that is recency. But... For me, as somebody who replays games often and has new runs of games often, 
and this game allowing for so many fruitful conversations that I'm going to get to have about different choices and decisions that I've made. Um, even being into the second act with um, me going basically chaotic evil, yeah. I'm doing a the little chaotic line. neutral, yeah. yeah, chaotic neutral, chaotic evil, making choices that mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm playing a dark urge run. So that's, I'm just leaning into it yeah. and having a lot of fun with that and playing completely different, choosing completely different things and being like, what the fuck? So like, yeah. there's a choice that you can make in the second act where it like, just everyone dies. Right. So, like half of the stories of people that you'd play, like there's a choice you can make in the first act yeah. where you just, lose half your companions. They don't, they're either Mm -hmm. dead or they don't, they're like, they're just like angry at Mm -hmm. you. Um, So like, just the weight of the different choices is really powerful in this game and how when you can replay it and have like completely different experiences, that's something that's completely my jam. So this will for sure be my favorite game I've ever played until something finds a way to top it. Probably the next Larian game. Maybe. I mean, maybe they're going to be making DLCs for this for a long time. We've talked about this that like Larian hit me up, but mm-hmm. if they made one shots for because mm-hmm. so there's a, there's an aspect of the game where you can play this entire game with a party of people, yeah. and ah, it's fucking beautiful. I'm doing an all nude run with um <laughs> with my friends right now. We're like we're literally like every character like all the, our characters are just nude running through the world. It's hilarious, <laughs> by the way. Yep. Um, and, and all the characters come in, all the characters in camp have to be nude too. So it's, it's fantastic. Um, but I would imagine a world where Larian creates one shots. So, because the game is just so vastly large to try to play with a party of people, like it's Mm. LOL, like mimicking the, like mimicking the true testament of a tabletop of like how difficult it is to get two, three, four people in, in one space to go through a story, um, that if, that if Larian was really smart that they would just start releasing like little one shots in this world, in this engine that you could just experience with your friends that isn't a 120 hour game. That is just yeah. a 20, 20 hour, yeah. hour with your party, like yeah. a, a one shot. That's not yeah. in this big world. So we were running into troubles where Christians PlayStation five was just like, it couldn't run them doing split screen and two of us also playing like it it just it kept crashing for us. And it was really tragic because we were having a fucking blast. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think it would be, I think Larian's going to be doing stuff with Baldur's Gate 3 for a really long time before they will likely make another game. So I'll have, I'll have, it will sit at the top of games for a pretty long time for me, I think. Okay. Um, and well, that's a great idea, babe. That's brilliant. I know. I, I when yeah. I thought about it, I was like. They have to do it. They have to do it. And, yeah. you know, hit me up, Larian. <laughs> TM, TM. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, this is my game. Third act spoiler for romance. Did oh, my God. Yeah. So you can have, so you meet this character yeah. who who asks you if they can borrow your face mm. for this sexual, they will reward you with something if they get to borrow your face. And you're like, why do you want that? And they're like, mm. well, sometimes I like to be different people when I have sex with other people. So I want to ha- I want to be able to use your face. And you're like, 
yeah, I want this information. So like, this is while you're in bed having sex with them and like, you can like choose different faces that they might have when you're having sex with them. And so you go through this incredible encounter and then they say to you like, well, Hey, by the way, every time I have sex as you, you're going to feel it. And so you go through this experience, great sex scene, probably top tier, like probably my favorite sex scene in the game. Honestly. And um, I, then you move on and you're just out in the world, chilling, doing stories, murdering people. And then all of a sudden you like stop. You get this tingle and you, cl- you like have to stop in the game because your character realizes that like this other characters having sex as you and you're like you get this like wave of pleasure yeah. it's it's an inc- a fucking incredible game what an babe. idea right. what an idea yeah. and and like to the the follow through in this fucking yep. game the amount of stories that start in act one mm-hmm. and conclude in act three is remarkable yeah remarkable i've seen and, some of this where like i've met people and they're like hey i'll see you in Baldur's gate <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah okay so i'll many, see you in act three i guess yeah. yeah so many of those so many of those that you would never meet them until act three if you yeah. didn't know there's an achievement that um i am kicking myself for because i couldn't figure out so there is an achievement that is um save all the tieflings hmm. and so in the game, like there, you, not a single tiefling can die, okay. and I can't figure out which tiefling it is that died. I think I tried to go through it um, and thought it might be this one, and I was like talking to my friends, and I'm like, I think it might be this one tiefling. So fucking stupid, yeah. because the hard tieflings to save are in. Wait, you don't know. Can't be there. Can't tell you yet. I just realized where you are and you're at act two. So there's a, anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is there are a lot of tieflings in the fucking game. So you've already failed. I've already met a bunch. Yeah. You already failed in the first 10 hours of this game. Mm -hmm. Who died? You killed two tieflings. I did? Mm Mm-hmm. I just killed them? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I did, did Mm -hmm. I? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Do you remember, I mean, in the first five hours of this game, when they're you being killed, assaulted? You killed two tieflings. That were, had Lazel. They had Lazel. And you just fucking. And that was when I was like, wait. They have names. They all have names. Yeah. And I sat there and I was like, I didn't say anything because I was watching you kill them. And I'm like, you just killed them? And you're like, what did you do? And because you just rolled up and killed them. And I like, I was like. They had a woman in a cage. They're not good folks. She's well, not a great folk, but yeah, they're not, not good folks. She's also very racist. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, no, I talked to them and I made them leave. And so Shadowheart. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's I struggle because they um they are both very rigid in their beliefs and like mm-hmm. Shadowheart's racist towards the Gith Yankee, but at the same time, she's really more just talking about what their culture is mm-hmm. and their very insular racist. culture. Well, yes, it really is. It <laughs> truly is. But there, it, it there's like it's so fucking like it's very gray because like I went, I really, I, I, I fucking also hate the Githyanki. Like, yeah, am yeah. I racist then and to them because I fucking hate their culture and that's where I struggled because I'm like 
I, I don't resonate with their morals because yeah. their morals are so fucking, like they kill their children. Like, you right, know what right. I mean? Um, yeah, it's fucked. It's fucked. So, but either way, then you come to like admire their, like, yeah, it's, yeah. there's a lot of moral gray in there and you know I love a gray. Yeah, and they want you to feel that way. They want Clearly, you to feel that from way, the beginning, yeah. yeah. And then you unveil nuance. Yeah, you know, yeah. And they do this, I mean, this lore has been written, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they're pulling from lore that has, you know, 30 years of yeah. fucking lore written for D&D. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they really did, like, justice, uh, honestly. Like, yeah. it's incredible. And you could be someone who's little. I, I have friends that play this game just as, like, a dating sim, essentially. Right, right, right. I have a friend, she's like, I don't, I don't really care about these games. I just, you know, it's a dating sim for me. I'm just, you know, yeah, trying to... Uh, trying to romance everyone, and I'm like, by all means, enjoy the game. Yeah, it's your game. It's enjoy. your game. You do what you want. You do what you want. But I, I, well, let's, let's talk about some of the mechanics. I love the. I'm glad I've listened to a lot of uh, Adventure Zone up until mm, now because mm-hmm. I, I kind of intimately know D and D. Yeah, mechanics yeah. Fi- now. Well, fifth edition. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's what this is, right? Mm-hmm. So. Which, by the way, can we talk about how incredible the inspiration system is? Love it. The what fact a great that idea. they were able to integrate this yes. tabletop mechanic that really only had a, a function at, for like a tabletop role play setting, right? Like conversational. A, setting, yeah, conversational, yeah. really rewarding players for being to getting into their character and role playing and mm-hmm. doing and, and at, up to that D and D the dungeon master's like discretion, yeah. but. To find a way to incorporate that mechanic into the game was truly incredible, and I, I the yeah, whole and the limit of having four, which yeah. encourages you to use them all the yeah. time, like yeah. it's brilliant, brilliant, uh, uh, one brilliant decision after fucking another. I know. So mechanically, I love the combat. I love the leveling. I think. Do you normally play isometric um, or or RPGs? like uh, CRPGs at all? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't think so. No, I I like the concept of them more than playing mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Like I like hearing about them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I love what they. You do. loved Final Fantasy. Like, you liked it if it was on a grid, like tactics. Yeah, yeah. Because this is, I mean, when we were talking about Final Fantasy tactics, I'm like, this is these mm-hmm. things that you're saying that you love. Mm-hmm. Is this fucking game? I know. Is I know. Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I love the combat. I and, think it's like the best one of. Well, I love divinities too. I yeah, love both yeah. of them. Larian really. I mean, because it, it has that immer- immersive sim stuff mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. it's like oil catches fire. I know that's a basic idea, but like that idea is expanded all electricity and water. In this game yeah. specifically, yeah. like you can do shit in this game mm-hmm. that is buck fucking wild like you could just carry around barrels with you to do to climb over like the game allows you to break it yeah and the they allow you to do whatever the fuck you you want yeah Yeah. because we're ready for this (laughs) and if you and if you're either someone who's ever played D &D or Mm -hmm. consumed D &D media you find very quickly that players break the yep. the dungeon masters whatever game, their DM's it, expectations it, yeah, were yeah, are yeah. gone out yep. the window they are now they doing whatever the fuck they want and that is, this game does that they somehow made that a video game yeah they made it a video game. Right, it's they, ridiculous. Uh, it's yeah. incredible and the stories are rich mm-hmm. they're interesting the um well mechanically so yeah i love the skills i love managing the party yep. the execution the high yep. ground stuff it it's, does it's not ma- punish you for wanting to switch it up, mm-hmm. which is something I love because there's a lot of. Um, so you can explore a, a class for a while and be like, this uh, isn't working. Yeah, this for isn't the party. working for me. Yeah. And it's very cheap 
to yes, um respec. to basically respec, which has been a later criticism in my life. Like mm-hmm. if there's a game like this that doesn't that has a punishing respec, it's it's, it's a it's now a criticism of yeah. mine. So this was and I talked about this a little bit before about Pathfinder and, yeah. and Alcat and why Pathfinder like I just cannot recommend this game for someone is it is a punishing respec. Yeah. It is very expensive and it gets increasingly more expensive yeah. every time you do it. Um, and then there's a game that didn't make my list, you know, which it really should have and could have, mm-hmm. um, which was Diablo. Um, yeah. And that was a big plus for me for Diablo, which was it just made respecting so easy so that you could yeah. really play around with the mechanics in the game. So the fact that Larian took this thing that I have been punished, I have been criticizing CRPGs for, for a while now mm-hmm. that like, I mean, in the shadow run games, you can't respect, right. you just are the thing, the choices that you made. And then to go so hard into my Starfield criticism of, of the choices that yeah. you make for your, your points in Starfield. And I understand why they limit your ability to respect, but not even giving you the option to do it once. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the long-term game of why. Yes. You, sure. Which is the it's best It's so fucking stupid and game. I hate it. Yeah. Um, the new game plus system in that game is the thing to take forward in future games. Sure. You know what I mean? If they fucking make their skill tree matter, if they make yeah. their, if they, they, it's, it sucks. I could talk, I could do an entire fucking podcast talking about how much it sucks. Um, right. but you can, I mean, you, in games with skill trees that expansive, mm-hmm. you are going to fuck up and make choices that you're not going to, that you're going to regret. And, and, especially in a new game plus game or in a game so large as a Starfield or as a Pathfinder, you want to be able to enjoy the game how you want to play it. And so there is no reason not to allow it. And so in games, like, I mean, it was the same for this. How many times have I had to restart a game that I have 60, 80 hours hours in dragon age, you know, um, because yeah. I was locked into a character choice in the beginning yeah. or a before you class choice before are. you yeah. even know what you're going to do and mm-hmm. what you're going to like and how you're going to play. And yeah. and so when their games really just make it easy for you to fuck around. Well, to bring it back to Baldur's Gate, like these characters are written to be a certain class and they're still like, we don't fucking care. Yeah. Change make it. them a different class. Make them do it. Like yeah. Will talks about, not Will, uh, Gail talks about being a wizard. Like it's yeah. a, it is imperative to his story. I mean, all of their, yeah, they're all yeah. pretty, they all have Will very, too, because his storyline is about having yeah, the fucking deity or whatever. So they all are very, yeah. yeah they written all, to their characters. Written to their characters. It's insane, and they're just like, change it up, who cares? Yeah, we don't it's care. It's like, yes, have fun. that's the, ad- yes, please, have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. That And so I am, it's just so fucking great. And I love having more and more people in my life that enjoy this game, mm-hmm. because I'm like, where this is you? the shit you've been on for a long time. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! Like yeah. I mean, you, I, mm-hmm. ugh, yeah, CRPGs that we've talked about it. Yeah. It's my absolute favorite fucking genre of game. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, I love them. Um, I love this, and, and this, this is the best version. The of it. and mm-hmm. uh, prior to this was Divin- and I said I said that right. Yep. You know, I yeah. said like, well, you know, it previously was my favorite, and this, it truly is. It's the best one I've ever played, and now is the best game I've ever played played. Yeah. 
Um, and I will continue and continue, continue to have playthroughs. I fucking for Halloween dressed up as my dark urge character. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Great. So great I have a bunch of friends and we all play, are all playing Baldur's Gate. We were all playing it at the same time and we're all like dropping pictures of our characters and choices we've made and whatever. So all my friends that like are in this discord have seen my character multiple times. Yeah. And I walk in <laughs> and Josh just looks at me and he's like, are you fucking kidding? He's like, and your darker character at that because I have two, newer my newer yeah. character and also like just my darker character being like more fucking evil and yeah, like yeah. whatever. It's just so fucking funny. And they all just fucking immediately knew what my, what my costume was, even yeah. though it's so obscure. Um, and I like, as a fucking drow, I like painted myself purple. Yeah, like it yeah. was nuts. It went deep. I like the, uh, the tadpole Oh yeah, I had a I had a little um a little potion bottle that I shoved a fucking tadpole into. Yeah, like a toy tadpole. Yeah. And it looked it was perfect. It was perfect. I absolutely adore that. Yeah, it was You great. really killed it. So I think let's do we should do a f- when I'm done with it, we should do an ep- a whole episode about it just I love to go this. deep. I love yeah, this. I, I love it that we started one episode a year. And that's all we've committed to. Oh yes, 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 yes. But I, but num 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 num. I just love to, to yeah, yeah, yeah. talk to you forever about video games. When I so. finish it, we'll do a deep dive episode. I think it's it definitely deserves to be, yeah, picked apart. Best game I've ever played. Cool. Like I'm, I. It's funny. I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts and I've heard a lot of you, of you folk talk about this game. I am already thinking about my next character and yeah. what they would class and like. Well, there's like and- a so funny because there's like a meme of people who have like 15 playthroughs, but they've never made it to Act Three because right. they just keep, keep wanting to over. start over. Yeah. Um, I really knew I had to commit in my first one, so I just messed around and played around a lot with the classes to find what really yeah. like worked for me. And and my original choice of a class, I just ended up really loving and sticking with because the warlock is incredible. Yeah. In this game, I love my rogue. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so, um, and so it's just it's great, and yawn. Um, I, uh, I, I like I like that the thing that you're saying right now is exactly how I feel. I cannot wait to play this game again yeah. and to do that thing a different way. Mm-hmm. And I'm already thinking about if I want to restart my dark urge because there's choices I made. Also, they have like this new. It's just really funny because they have this new update where. Previously, you couldn't romance Menthara or have Menthara in your party unless you chose to kill the god, like mm-hmm. chose to kill the entire um, tiefling and and mm-hmm. the grove. You you okay. couldn't have Menthara in your party at all, and they like they changed that a little bit. Interesting. Um, which honestly, if you don't commit to murder for this woman, you don't deserve her, in my opinion. But <laughs> um, but there are choices that I made for my second playthrough that I'm like. Mm, I want to go back. I want to start over. So Carlac is my ride or die. She's your current ride or die? Mm. No, not current. Rest of the Oh, <laughs> you're only going to romance her. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Ride or die. Yeah, she uh, has oh a traumatic my. childhood and she's chaotic good. Oh my God, babe. <laughs> we, there's a, there's a part. You just don't, there's so much you don't I know, know and I cannot fucking wait to have this conversation there's with you. There's a line she did, she says, she goes, God, I want to ride you till you see stars. Yeah. Like, She's great. Oh, my God. And, and by the way, babe, mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> well, there's a night. I did have her ride me till, till, I, saw till I saw stars. Literally, quite literally, it's yeah. great. There's a uh, a party you have, and like 
mm-hmm. based on who you've romanced up until then. Uh, you can like spend the night with them mm-hmm. at this party. Mm-hmm. But Carlac can't be touched because she has this engine in her heart or whatever. And there's an option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes like, go to bed thinking about Carlac, knowing she's probably thinking about you. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. Um, so there's a scene where, uh, I think that it actually rolls after that party where Asterion's creeping up to you. Mm-hmm. And he 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 goes to bite you and you wake up and I just go, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And then he keeps sucking your blood mm-hmm. and like you keep, you could keep rolling checks to push him off or to like mm-hmm. persuade him to stop. And I'm just like, no, keep going. Go. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. And he just fucking drains you dead. <laughs> so you wake up and you're dead and you have to literally be revived by like right. another party member. Yeah. And I just let him drain me dead. So it's so fun. I was like talking to one of my friends and, and he's just started playing and he's like, yeah, I let a, I let a Asterian bite me. And I was like, I let him kill me. We are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think, uh, yeah, I think we're done. I think we did it. So let's, Take a look at predictions. Okay. Well, you so, know them, right? So I know them. How many did you get right? Three yeah. out of the five. That was I my think, prediction. Can you can you yeah, yeah, yeah. pull it out? So, and to be clear, really, I would have had four out of the five because grounded should have been on your list. It should have been. So I would have had four out of five. Would have been higher and, than five. And I'm and so the one I'm surprised by was but if yeah no but if i would have remembered in most i would have replaced it with sea of stars yeah so i would have been right yeah um had you not had in most i and you finish sea of stars i think sea of stars would have been on your list no really no i like sea of stars it's not i liked uh all my other honorable mentions i liked more than sea of stars what were your other honorable mentions? There's more than two more. Yeah, two more. Two more. Too many more. To yeah, count. too many more. I mean, I threw in my how I could have had Diablo on this list if it wasn't such a banger year. I really. There's liked a bunch Diablo. of games I couldn't. That's I mean, a, no. You I and surprised. I yeah. specifically mm-hmm. have 80 hours in Diablo Four in, of D and Diablo Four together. Yeah, that is a interesting skill tree. Just we can't keep talking about. That. <laughs> But it, it does the thing I don't like where it's like incremental gains that don't mm-hmm, mean anything. Mm-hmm. But then eventually, but the but synergies it, it, on yeah, it the are synergies just incredible. Are, so the incremental stuff is so, uh, it isn't everything. It is not mm, all the things. Right, That's right. more so in the gear. But the skill tree itself immediately mm-hmm. has choices that you make when you put a point in and you're like, Oh fuck! Yeah, and, it and then feels you, great. yeah, it, yeah, and because you can respec at any time, you can really wait to put points into things when you can put three in at a time to well, really. You can feel also the refund individual points back, yeah. which is mm-hmm. so great because I could just Brilliant. throw a point in and try it for a while. Oh, I didn't like I that like one that. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put it mm-hmm. put it back in this one I like. You know? Yeah, so um, incredible. Anyways, and, yeah. But that that's what I mean by like there were there are a lot of this was a fucking year for the gamers. And I thought that about last year, right? Cuz mm-hmm. Elden Ring and like that last year was a year for fucking gamers. But yeah, this year this and I bigger blew me out. Yeah, blew yeah, me yeah, away. Yeah. And yeah. I remember at the start of the year cuz Christian and I were like, "Oh, what are you really excited about this year?" And I was like, "I don't really have a lot on my list I'm like gunning for." Well, we wanted to end this episode with 
what's the game we're looking forward oh, to. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And I, I think we don't even have to yeah. discuss it. I Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I, I think yours yeah. is going to be mine too. You ready? You want to say it together? No. Okay, light, no fire. Yeah. Yeah, but there's yeah. no release date. No release date. But it looks far along. All of yeah. that is gameplay. Well, and also because I think they just used what they learned from, yes, no, Man's from no Man's Sky and they just made it into a smaller scale. I just, because we talked about Outward. Yeah. Last episode. Yeah, and then I at that juncture really had only had the trailer from from the Game, Game Awards to go yeah. off of. So I have now since done a deep dive. Right, babe. This, this is game, our next hour. This is our next hour. I for can't sh- wait for sure. It is so. It is a generated world the size of world. real Earth. Yeah, a single world yeah. though. So and you yeah. don't have a million planets that they Good. have to. Yeah, Starfield. Yeah. Good. Fuck me. <laughs> Starfield could have had like four planets. Yeah. It would have been incredible. But then they would have just... Like, there are four Skyrims here. Then it would have just been Outer Worlds. So anyway, I... But then fly between them. uh, I don't know. You don't fly. You don't fly between them. I don't want to diagnose Starfield. Babe, you don't fly between (laughs) the planets. I like the combat. You don't fly. Yes. Anywhere, except for in a small... Little bit of space. If I'm looking at a fucking planet and I can't fly to it, that's insane. Okay? If you have me in a fucking plane, zoom, zoom, zooming around in a world where fucking no man's sky exists, where it's seamless from fucking space to planet, no fucking loading screens, and you give me 10 loading screens from fucking ship to planet, from planet back to airspace, burn in hell. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jaden. Have a good year.